Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 is number calling this Monday, here to kick off a very short week, don't want no short, short week, but you got it, and it's coming in, and uh, for all of our uh, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV people getting in, we appreciate you, get the app before the end of the year, because after the beginning of the year, it's going to cost you 10 bucks to get it. Same thing with our other app as well. So, you know, we're, uh, we're running a business here, folks. Everyone of inflation, right? That's right. You can't just be keeping uh, everything going for free. If no, inflation's a good thing, MSNBC tells us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, is that what they said? <laughs> I believe there was a, an interview oh regarding gosh. that. Yeah. Eat at Moscow, we're number one, full of fun. How are you, sir? I'm well. I had a great weekend. Yeah. Uh, I spent a lot of time with my golden girls. Oh. And uh, okay. I got to call someone a Karen this weekend. It was one of the high highlights of my 2021. Oh, nice name calling. To I'm her face. Yeah. Uh, just in time uh, for I was attacked. I did not, I did not inspire oh. this. Uh, I was in reaction to an attack. Remember, Dad, people know who you are, and wherever you go, you are representing the radio station. Uh, I decided to go ahead and saddle Dad, Dad with that. He's like, <laughs> you can say really whatever like you want that. about me, but when you go after my dogs, we have a problem. Oh, wow. Yeah. Boy, we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> when you go. You got a problem with me, you got a problem with my whole family. <laughs> right. uh, we'll take your calls on just about anything you want. Uh, lots to get to uh, here during hour number one uh, and actually all the way through. Uh, w- one of the things that we addressed, I think, uh, last week uh, was just the differences in the attacks that have been coming from different governments and how they're going after the Rona, uh, Glasgow, where Michelle Lujan Grisham was. She was there in Scotland. And then... Of course, you got Sweden's response. I'm going to have Stefan Helgeson, uh, who's going to be joining me on Wednesday. And uh, we'll also have an uh, interview by Jeffrey Candelaria of me, uh, just to let you know it's something that you must uh, tune into. It's He's be, interviewing you? Yeah. Oh, okay. He wants to talk all about that stuff and uh, specifically, you know, my thoughts on a lot of things. And I'm getting a lot of that. A lot of people are picking up the phone and calling me. And, uh, you know, today would be uh, Tim Keller's birthday. How do I know that? Well, it's in the, it's in the calendar. They'll tell you all about that. It's the mayor's birthday. And he is nowhere to be found for the last week, as far as uh, as far as I know. And, and and folks, there's just a lot of corrupt politics that are going around. So, you know, we we will start a little bit uh, with that a little bit later on this hour. Uh, also, um, gee, Dowd, travel. If you're trying to travel anywhere, Rough. trying to get in and out of the city, it's going to be a difficult time. Uh, specifically, you're headed out. Go west, young man. <laughs> Use not, a helicopter. Yeah, not not good. Apparently. A 30-mile backup to try and get uh, to Arizona, California, Utah, you know, Nevada, any of those areas. If you happen to be going through there, uh, be prepared to wait. Uh, looks like the normal six-hour, five-and-a-half, six-hour trip, which I've taken umpteen times to, to Phoenix uh, or the, you know, uh, whatever, you're going to Vegas. Uh, add a couple of uh, hours to your travel at least and uh, try to get out of Dodge in a hurry. So we'll have our regular programming. Thursday, Friday will be a uh, pre-programmed. Uh, Dowd's going to uh, Thanksgiving, his Thanksgiving. Uh, so we'll uh, no Thursday, Friday program. Don't forget all of our programs are located on the app at abq.fm or rockoftalk.com. Uh, Make sure that you guys download that. And uh, even our weekend programming is all located on that 
uh, as well. We gotta we gotta put the uh, Liberty Lovers. Used to be the Liberty Ladies. Now it's just the Born uh, Between Two Lovers. <laughs> Feeling, Feeling like, a fool. like a fool. There you go. <laughs> All right, so let's kick things off with just where we are. We told you the shutdowns are happening. Santa Fe Public Schools, I think, uh, went down. Los Lunas Public Schools went down. We told you about the imminent shutdown. Somebody called me Clyde Lewis, saying that I was uh, subscribing right. or pushing fear porn. I'm not. I'm just trying to prepare you. So uh, it's my job every single day, I think, as a leader in this community and somebody who's on the radio station every single day, to prepare you for what's coming. You have to know what's happening. And we've gone through this pattern before. We know the setups. We know the takedowns. We know that uh, there's a lot of, quote, unquote, conservatives or, quote, unquote, Republicans or, quote, unquote, liberty-minded individuals who ain't doing jack you-know-what. They don't do jack squat. They really aren't. And uh, let me tell you, we're fighting back everything that we possibly can. The RPNM did has been pushing back uh, quite a little bit, and I'm thankful for Steve Pierce and what they've been doing. They put out a nice little primer on uh, response from the party. Uh, there is no citizen grand juries with regard to the governor uh, as it pertains to any investigation as to her lockdowns. The Supreme Court has essentially shut that down at this point, folks. So if you're trying to do a citizen grand jury to whatever, remove the governor, it's not going to happen. Better yet, you should also understand Eddie Aragon and our impeach MLG efforts are still the only way to remove the governor other than getting her out of office. So you have two ways to get Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham out. You either vote her out next year, okay, or... You send me an impeach MLG. And if you go to impeachmlg.com and you send it in, ladies and gentlemen, that is the only two tickets. We did all the work. We did it ahead of time. And I don't care what anybody told you at any time. These are the only two ways that can be done. We, how do we know? We've, we've been doing it since, uh, I think, last May, right mm -hmm. before Dowd started in. Yep, yep. Uh, Dowd did the investigation is one of the reasons why he, he came on. And I said, Dowd. If there's a process to go ahead and get rid of the governor, how do we do so? We did all the investigations. He did the legwork. And then, of course, we found out uh, through legal channels that we drafted up an impeach MLG. And many people have tried trying to do it online or try to start their own. I, every single time one of these yahoos tries to start one of their own, they're just trying to start their own political movement. We're on the radio every single damn day. We are carrying the torch from start to finish. Well, we're going to have a gathering here. We're going to go march there. We're going to do, um, and this stuff just fizzles out. Folks, the only place you need to come into is the Kiva. The only thing that you need to figure out is the Impeach MLG. It's that simple. And the only thing you have to pay for right now is rockoftalk.chat. And here's your station 24-7, rockoftalk.com, AM 1600, and spread the word, okay? Because we are the ones who are absolutely carrying the torch right now, like nobody else. Everybody checks out, oh, we're out for the weekend. Our stuff is turning out every single day. And that impeach MLG, which was written by attorneys, illustrates exactly what she has done. And she's still guilty of all those things. So no citizens grand jury is going to happen, but you can send in your impeach MLG. And guess what? Those carry on. There is no you know, time limit to when you sign that. All you have to do is be a registered voter at the currently registered place that that's there. So you know, we'll probably end up throwing out about 5% of those, but... With nearly 20,000 of those, please keep sending them in. Impeachmlg.com, impeachmlg.com, impeachmlg.com. Uh, the, uh, the only slight correction I would throw in just to be sure. snarky on a Monday is our third opportunity to get rid of her, 
Remember when she thought she was going to become the secretary of the U.S. Uh, oh, Department of Health and Human Services? Yeah. And even the Biden administration didn't want her. Yeah. So that was the only even remote third chance we had. So it's either impeach or vote out. That's Eddie's absolutely right. You got so, two options. So Coy uh, Griffin, uh, you know, he's from Otero County. Uh, he's done something, and I'm going to give Coy credit here. I don't care if you like him or don't like him. I don't really feel any either way. I've met him one time, had uh, two interviews with him on the air. I can say at least the guys carried the torch to a certain degree. However, he went and he bit uh, Donald Trump last time around. You heard the snippet, and where's Donald Trump? Where's Do Donald Trump's making phone calls. So uh, he has really bad timing right now. But one of the things that he is should be credited is the fact that there's not a whole lot of cooperation from Otero County with the COVID-19 mandate, mm -hmm. okay? So this is the power of one person's influence and a very, and he's a county commissioner. I believe he kept, yes, he kept his seat. He did, okay? they did not, they were, they, they tried, the Democrats tried to uh, recall him and the effort failed. That's earlier good. This year. And you need those little type of victories because here's, here's what Otero County is saying. They're like, up yours, <laughs> MLG. We ain't gonna cooperate with any of this crap. I see more and more of you without the mask and that's good. So I saw a few this weekend. Yep. So here, here's here's the deal. Okay. Otero County has the third highest COVID-19 positive test rate, 18.51% among New Mexico's 33 counties, reporting 48 new cases. Sounds like not very much. Tabaca County led it. Tabaca, what, what is that? Does that even have 2,000 people? I don't think it has 2,000 people. Tabaca might have may, maybe two to 3,000. Led with 23.83%. So this is faulty information. This is uh, draw, letting the proportional stats drive you. Oh, seems so high. San Juan, okay, that's different. That's Navajo Nation. That's Farmington. Reported 22.86 according to the data. So here it is. Despite the high rate of, of infection, the death of 10 Otero County residents since Friday from the virus, Otero County officials continue to voice opposition to federal and state public health mandates meant to stem the spread of the virus. Do you have those debacle numbers? Yeah, we, they've actually dipped below 2,000 as of 2019. Uh, 2,000 people, 1,748 people as of the current census number. It's amazing how the, seriously, the numbers go into my head one day and somewhere <laughs> they come out eventually. So the Board of Commissioners was open about its disagreement with the COVID-19 mitigation effort, which it deemed too restrictive. It is, especially with the you know distancing or the density of the population. But the lesson here, the lesson here is to walk away with people who held the line and decided that, hey, you know what, we'll wait it out. We'll fight the governor. We know that no one's going to be fined or arrested with the mask mandates. And you can't even put a vax mandate in Otero County. And here's what's happened. What, what is good luck? where opportunity meets preparation. They did the preparation. The opportunity is that OSHA decided to go ahead and renege on everything that it was doing as far as their enforcement against those businesses. Eureka, back to our point last week, county by county. That's what Colorado does. Governor Polis in Colorado stated explicitly, we will not do what New Mexico has decided to do, which is make masking mandatory because we realize it doesn't work. Recently just stopped at Smith's. Everybody has masks at Smith's. These are low information voters. All they hear is D, all they hear is fear, 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 4713, the Albuquerque Journal. None of them read, none of them read. No. 
Okay. None of them have a subscription to rockoftalk.chat. None of these guys right now are listening to Kiva and they're all masked up. Everybody that we talk to is acting like the people in Otero County or acting like the people who are registered Republicans who are in the Northeast Heights or in other parts of the city. They have had enough. They're fed up with it. They realize that there's nothing that they can do to stop the spread because officially as of today, we have officially eclipsed. We are number one. We've eclipsed Michigan. We've eclipsed Illinois. New Mexico is the worst. And we're a southwestern state, ladies and gentlemen. Right. We're a southwestern state. In Maine or Minnesota. And we have been mandating our masks since, I believe, mid-August, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. Yep. There you go. So, these outbreaks, the masking, all of the uh, fear that's being stoked at area hospitals stating that we're bracing. And by the way... A majority of the patients at these hospitals, not COVID patients. FYI, okay, not COVID patients. They're being seen for other things because there's been a very small window. And you might remember the backlog. They're telling you that it's the COVID, that it's the push, that it's a, we don't have enough beds. But let me tell you what's happening right now. A lot of these people who didn't get treatment for cancers and other ailments, orthopedic things, which is a lot of outpatient surgery, Folks, you need to understand. You totally need to understand. This is not of your doing. The people who are not getting vaccinated or not wearing the mask are not the ones who are causing the problems. It's the people who are going out and getting tested. And by the way, we have a update to the reason why in Zimbabwe, they don't have the high level infection that the state of New Mexico has. 33 infections in the entire country of Zimbabwe. Millions of people. 10.3 million people, right? No, I think it was like 15 million. I think it was just under 15 million. Yeah, 15 million. So they have 15 million people and they have 33 infections. The state of New Mexico, we've got 2 million people. And we've got how many infections and how many deaths? It's because they prescribe hydroxychloroquine. For what? Malaria. We looked up all the data and the information. The reason why they're so incredibly resistant to even if COVID-19 was there, is there, or, you know, what's happening? What's, what's the anomaly of Africa? It's the fact that they're doing preventative therapeutics to prevent the spread of COVID-19. They use ivermectin in Africa, which, um, sorry, mainstream media, it's uh, not uh, horse medicine. They use, they use ivermectin in Africa for a condition called river blindness, which is that little worm that causes people to go, it's a horrific thing to happen. You're already in the third world, and then this disease comes in. Uh, of course, the man who invented ivermectin won the Nobel Prize. That's not reported either. <sighs> Little facts that uh, you have to come to the Kiva to find out, ladies and gentlemen, because there's nobody else in New Mexico who's going to tell you these things. And here's an update. Let me tell you how right we are on the side. Even CNN right now is reporting on a no vaccine required job listings, so the latest tactic to attract. It's very workers. interesting. It's because the pushback is gaining momentum. If you are with an employer and they're forcing you to get a vaccine, guess what? You're going to be able to get a job someplace else. Start looking and immediately and right away. If you're at Sandia National Labs, apply everywhere you possibly can. Remote workers? Oh, that is absolutely in flavor right now. You want to stay home? They cannot, as you heard on Handle on the Law on Saturday, did you know if you stayed at home and you had remote work for whatever reason, did you know they cannot require a vaccine? It's literally unconstitutional. They cannot make you do it. Whatever, what they can do is in right-to-work states, as you know, they can fire you, as he stated, for being ugly, <laughs> for something as simple as being ugly. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true with no repercussions. 
So these no vaccine job requirement listings, uh, Primal Life Organics amended its job postings to include no vaccine required. They said they saw an opportunity to attract employees that would fit well with the company's culture. What? America? Freedom? Red, white, and blue? (laughs) We try to foster independence. I feel that as a culture of my company, I don't want people to be hired being told what they can and can't do personally. Let me tell you what. If there was an employer who told me that I had to get the vaccine, you know this. You know I would be first in line and first out the door. I applaud each and every one of you. Many of you who have decided to go ahead and pick up the phone and call up the Kiva and say, hey, what can I do? Can I turn, you know, be uh, uh, referred to an attorney? I've helped you every way I possibly can. You know that. People literally crying on the phone, Eddie, I'm not sure what to do. I don't want that vaccine. I don't know what's in it. I've seen what's happened with the uh, vaccine injury. What's going to happen on Thursday? Are you going to be having these a-hole receptions at your mother-in-law's where she's like, you're not coming in. Will you show your Vax card? Are you wearing a mask? The moment your mother-in-law, father-in-law, or any other relative tells you that they want to see your Vax card, let me tell you, walk the other way. Go to Applebee's. They're open on Thanksgiving. Life is too short. There's that <laughs> doubt. The, the single guy, I know where he's going to be at. The neighborhood grill. All right. Uh, final thing. Uh, we're going to continue with this, and we'll take your calls. 422 here in the Kiva. Stigmatizing the unvaccinated is not justified. This from probably one of the best medical journals out there, The Lancet. Mm-hmm. Gunter Kompf, University of Medicine, Greifswald Institute of Hygiene and Environmental Medicine. We've heard from him before. Uh, we have a few, what, a few weeks ago. Yeah, right? yeah. Gunter. Uh, Germany. He says uh, 55.4% of symptomatic COVID-19 cases and patients age 60 years or older were fully vaccinated individuals. Bingo. That's the majority. You want to hear this uh, audio that I've got. You want to hear? This is straight from CNN. Take a listen, folks. You will absolutely love this. Information from the CDC tonight is turning crucial things we were told about COVID upside down. The CDC revealing tonight that 74% of COVID cases in Barnstable County, Massachusetts, home to Provincetown, where there was a recent outbreak, were found in people who were fully vaccinated. And they say now that the vaccinated are just as likely to spread the virus as those who are not vaccinated. And that, of course, is contrary to what was why. There you go. That's, That's all you need to hear. That last part is all you need to hear. People who were fully vaccinated. And they say now that the vaccinated are just as likely to spread the virus as those who are not vaccinated. And that there you go. I rest my case. Aaron Burnett, CNN, talking about directly from the CDC. Unedited, unscripted, just go ahead and rolling it out on the, uh, the tireless uh, haters of the right wingers are now coming to their senses all of a sudden. So whether it's Gunther telling you 55.4% of symptomatic COVID-19 cases or older were in fully vaccinated individuals, he states unequivocally, it is therefore wrong and dangerous to speak of the pandemic of the unvaccinated. In fact, it should be criminal. Are you a doctor? Then don't tell me how or what or when I'm going to get vaccinated or masked or where I can go or what I can do. The ladies that are sitting there at the front of the Smiths asking you, put on your mask, put on your mask. What, is she going to prevent you from doing self-checkout? She won't. He won't. Do you think they want a confrontation? Do you think the uh, $10 an hour uh, security Securitas guy is going to prevent you from uh, checking out? I don't think so. 
550-5500. That's 550-5500. Is that, is that akin to yelling, uh, according to uh, the governor, would that be akin to yelling fire in a theater in New Mexico? Mm. I think what it, don't you think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What else do we have on tap? Uh, very quickly, Dowd, before we uh, take a quick break, I'd like for you to uh, let people know about uh, your uh, Thanksgiving offering, uh, if you will. I was educated. I didn't realize that there were so many Thanksgivings. We'll get into that that more. <laughs> yeah, but complicated. Uh, yeah, I thought that was uh, really nice. We are fully 100% paid, and you're getting kicked out of rockoftalk.chat. Well, you're getting knocked down, I should say, to free. Uh, so you'll get the mail, but you only see a little clipping. So we really want you to go ahead and, and subscribe. You know, Dow's been at this for 30 years. It's time that uh, he makes a little headway for himself. So figured I might make a make a dollar or two after thirty. Years. Yeah. So what? <laughs> yeah. So tell me uh, about your uh, release today, if you would. Yeah, it was just a thank you to all the folks who've supported us over the last year. Uh, some might say crass attempts to capitalize on a holiday. I wanted to throw some interesting facts in there. We, even when we ask you for money, we're, we're, we're providing some unique in, uh, information. A couple links in there about uh, Maine's claim to have the first Thanksgiving, Florida's claim to have the first Thanksgiving, Virginia's claim to have the first Thanksgiving, and even the Rio Grande's uh, claim to have uh, the, having the first uh, Thanksgiving down around near uh, El Paso. So this fight has been going on for years and years and years. But um, it is Thanksgiving. We're grateful to all of you folks. Like Eddie said, we are out of what I call the prototype year. We tried our, our first year sort of experimenting with what works and, and what doesn't. We've provided in that year, I think Eddie might even disagree with me, it might even be more than half of our content has been free, maybe more like two-thirds of our content has been free. So we are in uh, paywall, the paywall zone. Good fences make good neighbors. So all of this content will be uh, uh, subscriber only. But don't forget, you are getting every show, the podcast of every show, with time-stamped notes relating to all the information. We just, we just mentioned a bunch of articles. You, you will get all of that if you subscribe, links to all that information. Of course, Liberty Lovers Unite, uh, the show notes for that. You get the daily email, which has just loads and loads and loads of information. And you get my original uh, research. And Eddie, I walked through just the last month of original content we put up on the, on the site. This is more than most media outlets do in New Mexico in a year. And it was just the last month looking at political corruption, the election, uh, some of the energy issues. We were the first media outlet to document that Virgin Galactic's own numbers show it has lost a billion dollars. Uh, probably more than that, but we know for a fact a billion dollars. There's nothing like what we provide to you folks. And at under 20 cents a day, I think it's kind of a sweet deal. So uh, check it out. And um, I don't know, two dimes a day. Or you, you get, or you get me free every single day on the air from four to seven. There you go. <laughs> but, you know, but but the, the site is not it's it's everything. It's what Nat does. It's what Eddie does on his right. show every day. And I hang around for it. You know, it's original content. It's the entire Rock of Talk effort delivered to you. In real time, ladies and gentlemen. There it is, folks. 427, back in four. Subscribe now. Rock of Talk Talk Chat. Thanks for listening. And I want to know, because I want you to know. And it's a strange condition. A day in prison. It's got me out of my head. And I don't know what I came for. Send me the money, baby, do not leave out a wage. You know you're the best thing ever to come out of this place. Yeah, I want you to know, cause I want to know. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk, 
at abq.fm and am1600 kiva the kiva here in albuquerque music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com want the honesty affordability and reliability of a household plumber without the crack call rogers plumbing and heating family owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs reaching albuquerque Baylor, moriarty santa fe new laguna pueblo and anywhere in between rogers plumbing and heating is not only fast and reliable service being family owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral professional and ethical standards so when you need a fix without the crack call rogers plumbing and heating at 243-9703 Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Eight, 
1964, I believe. Uh, was it? No, 67, right? The White Album, Dowd. Indeed. Yeah. indeed. At, uh, 68, I'm sorry. 68. Yep. That was a lot to turn out very quickly. A lot of, lot of, lot of musical genius there. Did they write it all? With that uh, much talent it? packed into that little group, uh, it just it was like a supernova explosion for a couple of years there. <laughs> Paul McCartney apparently continues to tour because he doesn't want to die. That's the, the That's latest. the trick to not dying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, once you stop, right, everything just shuts down. You're My like, folks well, are pushing the, 80, and they're working the every day. Yeah, you got to get out there and keep working. You just got to keep flying your trade. Duke says, I'm happy to be part of the chat. Duke, we're happy Thank you, Duke. to have you as uh, part of the chat. Uh, Eddie, Fauci's admission places vaccine fight in the new light. This coming from the Newsbreak app. Uh, please read, guys. 72% of the deaths have been or vaxxed, according to this. I do like the Newsbreak app. Um, just as more of popcorn news that comes in, at least sort of wet your palate, get you started, could get you asking more questions. This from the locker room, North Carolina's statewide issues blog. You're noticing there's more and more bloggers, folks. There's really only two places to go: us and the conservative New Mexican. Uh, in Nick, this state, absolutely. Nick does a tremendous job. If you've been a subscriber of the Pinion Post. All that man does is just nothing but hit pieces. He's well, and re- rewrite other people's stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, it really is bad. I, I used to like John Block. I have, I have no love for the guy. Uh, he, he'll take whatever we talk about here today and <laughs> post it as his lead story tomorrow, the one hit piece. Um, and then, of course, you got the Real Grande Foundation, major suckage there. Uh, you get a clip about that big and uh, not a whole lot of writing for all your big uh, nonprofit donations that go that yeah. way. And, uh, by and the they way, don't believe in free speech either. If you if you if you make a, a, a small donor angry, they fire you. So, and Paul uh, Guessing is literally the most boring person you have ever heard. Man alive! Yeah, I mean, literally. I was just telling Eddie a story when I used to work for that phony baloney think tank. There were a couple of gals who were very active in Republican politics down in the southern part of the state, and I was at a conference and they said, "Please don't send him anymore. Could you come talk to us? Everybody <laughs> falls asleep when he comes to talk to us." <laughs> uh, and the other hackery I think that goes on is remember that uh, both him and his little uh, tirade uh, kicker Patrick Brenner. Oh God! The guy's name Constipated is uh, big donors to uh, Manny Gonzalez. Yeah, and, Brenner uh, gave at least a hundred bucks to Manny. Yeah, and they work inside the McCluskey camp, so it's something that uh, should be noted. Just political hacks pretending to be nonpartisan. Yeah, pretending. Vasco uh, Colmer writes for the American Thinker on this uh, that there's a significant omission from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci made perhaps the most damning confession of the COVID vaccine saga thus far, reaching the implications of a statement that interview in which he made. It may well prove a turning point in the fight against the vaccine fraud that is being perpetrated on the peoples of the world. In a November 12th podcast session with the New York Times, Fauci was forced to admit the fact that vaccines do not reliably protect their recipients from serious COVID or death, hence the boosters, right? They're still trying to get it right. You're the guinea pig. Even though Fauci tries to palliate the hard impact of his answer in soft language, the harsh truth behind his words is painfully evident. Fauci's words mount to the admission that the vaccinated are getting infected 
and more and more of them are ending up in hospital where they keep succumbing to COVID at increasing rates. Remember venting, remember remdesivir, venting, 80% death rate, okay? This is what the data from Israel and other highly vaccinated countries has indicated for some time now. In the UK, for example, between February and September this year, 72% of all COVID-related deaths were among the vaccinated. In Scotland, the situation was even worse. So percent of the COVID deaths occurred among those who had been injected with the vaccine. So we continue to go along that entire shedding, spreading, viral loading, okay? That's what's happening. The shedding is a spreading that starts with the viral loading. Just get that down. Make sure you let other people know. And if you see, this is my recommendation. You don't have to take it, okay? My recommendation, why don't you, at the very same time, if they say, where's your Vax card or where's your mask or you're not coming into my home, why don't you turn around and say, hey, when's the last time you got your boosters? If it's within the last two weeks, walk out of the house. Because the likelihood of you getting COVID is quite likely because they're spreaders. That's uh, how long it goes for two weeks. This is actually a pandemic of the vaccinated, turn the table. So there you go. I guess we're getting a wintry mix that's coming in. Uh, Eddie, whoa, groundbreaking info open this week in the Kiva. Nowhere else in New Mexico for sure can someone get this information handed to them. Thank you for sharing the little note on hydroxychloroquine information and its links to Africa. The fact about the CDC and the spreaders was monumental. Not to mention, I think we should also talk about the fact that the man who mowed down, uh, what, 20 plus people was black. Oh, I had to learn that fact. Yeah, okay. yeah, he is a black man. I yeah. just heard it was a domestic dispute. Mm, it was a stabbing or whatever. We'll get into that. The color of skin is apparently important, so we got to play that card uh, here in the Kiva. Kiva. Okay, if we added up all the daily counts of people that tested positive since this started, would it exceed the number of people we have in the state? So this is a, sort of a rhetorical question because I think the guy who sent me this text knows the answer to this. So if we added up all the daily counts of the people that tested positive since this started, would it exceed the number? Oh, it's, it's positive. No, we don't have the number. Number of, of tested positive. So what, what are we around? Jeez, I haven't 200, been. 200,000? 300,000? Let me I check out the public dashboard. It's like 315,000. What am I? Uh, oh, my God. Total number of tests performed, 5.2 million. Yeah. Number of cases, 305,000. Yeah, there you go. There you go. 5.2 million is only 2.1 million people yeah. in the state. People are going back. They're going back to the bar, Come you know, right. getting the shots again. And again. Come and get it. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing right now. Let's continue with this. 550, 50, 500, wide open on the uh, phone lines if you'd like, uh, or texting if you'd like. So UNMH has started to go from, you know, ridiculous speed to uh, ludicrous speed, right? Stupid, totally asinine out there. I don't know what's going on at that hospital. There's, there's a whole lot of stupid over there. And they have created quite possibly their own fear mongering. You might have COVID. Make sure you have the masks. We only listen. I mean, it's too much. So now they've got five to 11 year olds running into the hospital for their vaccine clinics. And they're fully booked, ladies and gentlemen. Folks who didn't have an appointment were turned away. 650 families came to get infected at Cary Tingley Hospital. I know a great idea. Why don't we send everybody to the hospital directly where people who have COVID go to get treated to go ahead and get the vaccine? Does that sound totally stupid? Completely stupid? Running into a hospital where COVID exists? You think they're containing it? Well, I'm in the waiting room. I think I might have COVID. Oh, here, come over here, honey. Don't roll the ball over there. 
by that man. He might have COVID. That's okay. He's probably doesn't. He's not. Come here, little girl. I've got a lollipop. There it is. COVID. According to them, not me. It's, you've got COVID. Give it to me. I'm totally fine. I probably had it two or three times as many of you guys oftentimes say. But here it is. This is according to Alisa Maestas. They're very eager to get the shots because they're ready to get the shots to get back to normal. <laughs> Oh, my God. You're still buying it, Elisa, aren't you? The literal, the most stupid thing that you could possibly do now. Isn't that crazy? It's only been 17 years. Just back to normal is right around the corner. Yeah, you know what? The more we vax, the more infections there are. Elisa, you're uh, uh, a very stupid woman. And here comes the sales piece. Uh, this is the mother of children, from, ladies and gentlemen. KOB. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, where's the mama bear there? It was really easy. We just went on the vaccine website where I got my shot scheduled. Then I just added my two little ones on. It just took like five minutes. Found the shot in the appointment finder and we were good. UNMH wanted to make sure the clinic was convenient for parents, so they held it on a Saturday so kids wouldn't have to miss school that they're shutting down in December. <laughs> but in the meantime, families were happy to have the opportunity to get the vaccine. This is ridiculous. We're inducing the level of infections. Yes, call me crazy. No, I'm just the guy who ran for mayor and brought up the issues and you know, beat down the sheriff and beat down the mayor in the debates. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't read all the time. I don't pay attention to every piece of information that comes from the radio station. Like, think about this. We have very low information people making even lower information comments like, I'm going to take the shot so I can get back to normal. And then you finally, you find that someone who gets the shot, the entire household is now infected. This isn't misinformation. This is reality, not just anecdotal, now proven. Can we go there again? Shall we go there again? We'll go to the uh, head lo- headline news, right? This is CNN. Whoa, whoa. Oh, I guess uh, oh, 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 he's still going. <laughs> going on there? Just slow down. Uh, Mama Maestas, by the way, uh, uh, yeah. uh, Alisa, she closed by saying, it's exciting that the kids will be able to safely get together. What have your children been doing for the last two years, Elisa? Uh, have they been dying? A lot, you see a lot of kids dying in your neighborhood? You can't. I just hashtag stuck on stupid. I mean, how do you fix stupid? I, you can oh. Information from the CDC tonight is turning crucial things we were told about COVID upside down. The CDC revealing tonight that 74% of COVID cases in Barnstable County, Massachusetts, home to Provincetown, where there was a recent outbreak, were found in people who were fully vaccinated. And they say now that the vaccinated are just as likely to spread the virus as those who are not vaccinated. And that, of course, is contrary to what... And so the other thing, too, I think that's important is remember that you cannot spread it unless you are truly symptomatic, folks. Okay. So now we don't have any snow in our ski places. Now we've got everybody vaccinated. Where do you think the next place that people are going to go ahead and gather? You want to see where the next outbreaks are going to be after everyone goes and gets their shots and shows their vax card? Yeah, it's going to be the ski areas mid-December. That's what's going to end up happening when they're all cozying up and they're all running around without their masks. Because are you really going to wear a mask in the ski? You're cold. Your lungs are totally open, completely 100. You know, skiing is a rigorous sport. Snowboarding is even worse. Time, yeah. Do you realize like how many calories you burn? By the time you're done, it's like you've got glutes, pecs. You've got all the muscles you didn't know you have by the time you're coming to the very bottom. I'll know that more about that in December once I get out there and the uh, uh, become a little bit of a ski bum up in uh, Angel Fire. That's pretty incredible, folks. So these ski areas are now dealing with hiring. 
snow and COVID-19 challenges ahead of opening delays. Well, you want to stay woke? Go broke. That's what's going to end up happening to the ski areas. One of the biggest and oftentimes not ever mentioned. Have you noticed how many times that we don't talk about all the ski bums that, you know, a lot of people love to come to like Taos or Papu or Angel Fire or head on down south, even to Rio Doso in that area. What do you think is going to happen when we put those restrictions on all those Texas and uh, and Okies that come in uh, to New Mexico and they want to go ahead and, you know, get some fresh air? <laughs> Off to Lake Tahoe in Vermont, I believe. Yeah, you're going to have those. They're going to go anywhere, especially with that record amount of money that they have. They're even stating international student workers who are employed in New Mexico were not allowed to enter the country last year, but they will be back this year as the season ramps up. They're so incredibly excited. It included adding affordable worker housing, now numbering 70. They're going to be spreading. Are there going to be restrictions? Are going to have multiple testing? 100 beds with plans to add 40 more uh, at one particular uh, ski place in the Towski Valley. What's the ski season going to look like? And is that going to bolster? The uh, latest uh, unemployment rates just came out, Dowd, and we moved up. Yes, we went from 6.8 to 6.5%, but we're running in place because uh, we are still the fifth worst in the country. It was something we didn't cover uh, too well on Friday, Dowd. Yeah, we were jammed up, and uh, I, I was giving people a little advance preview uh, earlier last week, and the numbers came out Friday morning. Not much changed. got a little better, but again, the whole country's getting better. Our neighborhood, it just it just continues to be a killer. We've got two neighbors, Utah and Oklahoma. Uh, Utah is number two in the country at 2.2%. Oklahoma is number three in the country at 2.7%. New Mexico remains quite high, 47th worst in the country, 6.5%. That is significantly above the U.S. figure of, of 4.6%. And Nebraska, one of the least restrictive states, one of the least hysterical overreaction to Rona, Nebraska is setting a record uh, at 1.9% unemployment. If is that want, even possible? Is that even possible? If you want a job in Nebraska, you've got one and maybe another one on top of that. Yeah, that's in, uh, incredible. Their labor participation rate in Nebraska, that's got to be in the 60s, right? Yeah, let me let me. At one yeah, point, yeah. that's got to be a record for any state at any time. If they're above 63% labor participation rate, which I'm assuming they are with 1.9, that'd be like an effective rate of uh, nearly like 75% employment. I don't even want to look, but yeah, I'm going to look. It, it really is. <laughs> now, how much higher is their uh, labor force participation rate than New Mexico? Seven, seven points. They are at 68.4. Wow. Almost wow. 70%. So they're literally four out of five people are working. That's what you're looking at when you back that number into labor participation. They you like know, to work in Nebraska. <laughs> you know what we do? It, you know what? We, right now, everyone's already taken off for the week. It's siesta week in the state of New Mexico. Go to the grocery stores. Oh, I'm going to take it easy this week. I've been working really hard. No, it's been really tough out there. Get ready for the chopping of the trees. But, but you haven't worked you know, in a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 57%, don't you want to work? <laughs> 57% on the labor participation rate with a 6 point. That is, uh, you know what? That's like a full point less, maybe a a point, 1.2. We're probably, you know, every other person is working, whereas four out of five people are working in Nebraska. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I think we're probably about half every other person in the state of New Mexico, if I'm factoring in those numbers, that would be about right. Yeah, they're 11 percentage points higher than us, 11 and a half percentage points higher than us with the labor force participation. They love to work in Nebraska. All right. And finally, uh, not only do we not like to work, we also don't like to go to school. So uh, where are all these people spreading the uh, COVID-19? That's what I would like to know at this point. 
uh, because it's not going to be in the schools. They're going to restrict that uh, from going back. Uh, but one of the things is if they do go back uh, after in the uh, after the Christmas break, excuse me, uh, because remember, I predicted they'll finish off the year probably a couple of days because it's going to get excessive in terms of the number of infections kicking off in January. They'll say it'll be too high. And uh, the Albuquerque Public Schools are going to start testing. Start testing instead of automatically quarantining. They're going to allow unvaccinated students exposed to COVID-19 to test instead of quarantining. It's called the Test to Stay program, ladies and gentlemen. You think these people are listening to the Kiva? I'd say so. I say that it's also an election year in 2022, isn't it? Yeah. Under the program, according to the write-up, an unvaccinated or partially vaccinated student who's close contact to a COVID case must test on days one, three, and five. If they're negative, they can keep going to school and participate in extracurricular activities. At this point, I'm, I'd like to know what's just going to happen to the mental health of your children. Folks, if you have the opportunity to kind of just pick up and go, so you can preserve the mental health and... Uh, you know, there's nothing keeping you here like a job or a house or anything else. I'm not going to blame you for taking that consideration. I'm not encouraging it because I want to keep you here. But by the uh, same token, I am not going to go ahead and, and discount that. I, I think it'd be unfair and selfish for us to say, hey, you have to stay here. What do you think? Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. No, nobody's, nobody's getting it worse than the state of New Mexico. Does. Eddie, I, uh, you spoke about that CNN story at yep. the start of the show about um, – employers actually attracting employees by saying we don't have vax mandates that story ran uh mentioned this new website called novaxmandate.org it's an employer employee matching website and you can go on and look all over the country i just clocked around on uh, clicked around on our five neighbors for jobs and um then i clicked on new mexico a uh, lot of anti-vax employers in arizona colorado oklahoma uh the jobs are all over the map accounting healthcare the trades, uh, welding, refrigeration, HVAC, mechanics, uh, domestic help, nannies, home health care, a lot of sales and retail jobs. Um, a lot of those jobs listed on our five neighbors. There are no jobs listed on the novaxmandate.org website for New Mexico. Is that true? Zero. There is an, a virtual job that is listed in every state from the J.D. Rogers group. You can live anywhere. So I'm talking about jobs that are specific to that location. I looked at all five of our neighbors. I looked at us. All five of our neighbors have job opportunities available on NovaxMandate.org, New Mexico. Goose egg! I'll tell you, Dowd, uh, I think that needs to be a good write-up before one of these uh, fake bloggers uh, decides to go ahead and uh, steal steal all of his good ideas over there. Mimojo. (laughs) Back after a quick break, uh, we'll be back to wrap the hour right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Yep, a little, uh, maybe she is a little bit Charles, Charlie Manson, you think? She could be. She might be. 451. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. 
Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. RevelcoNM.com. 505-550-550. 4994 505-550-4994. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manala, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348.
That's uh, New Mexico style revolution right there. It's uh, slow and easy. We'll we'll wait forever before we decide to change anything uh, here in the state of New Mexico. All right, Kyle Rittenhouse, second hour. Not to mention the crime blotter. Uh, Dowd was uh, pointing out to me the way the local news coverage immediately went to the site of Don Juan de Oñate and decided to do the news coverage about the disruptions and how angry people were about the verdict. Mm, the party then, of socialism and liberation was very upset. Oh, yeah. And then you had, uh, and not to mention, congruent with all that and supporting, enabling it, if you will, was none other than Raul Torres. Yep. Right? And then I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Biden said, well, we'll we believe in the justice system. But then Kamala Harris behind him is like, what's a justice system? No, this was wrong. We have a long way to go. Folks, uh, l- let's not forget the two people who were killed, okay, one was a pedophile, 11 times, if I'm not mistaken, convicted pedophile. The other one strangled his girlfriend. Also, both of them white. When is this becoming about Black Lives Matter? So we want to get your feedback, your thoughts on uh, all this now that we have a verdict. I think the reaction is more interesting than the actual uh, verdict itself because there was no verdict given. It was in a complete and total exoneration. It should have just been done with, but they like to put us through this theater. We had to sit there and watch it as the news media focused their camera, including the local news media. And this is how you know that liberal dribble that continues to come from the major network media is trying to drive you into a race war. That's all they care about. They are all about driving this race war and creating this uh, high levels of socialism and communism, which is exactly why you saw those groups out there. Uh, Saturday show was pretty interesting because we actually had the New Mexico Civil Guard here in studio with uh, Nat. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, uh, with, you got to go back and listen. Okay. Yeah, I have to go yeah. back and listen to that. Uh, the they, dangerous vigilante group. Yes. Yeah, they uh, couldn't deal with a whole lot, uh, or couldn't say a whole. Of course lot, not with the litigation. Because, but uh, there you go. So we're going to try and uh, keep our focus on the ball, you know, going forward, uh, and hopefully that's going to be all about. Uh, Hopefully, it'll be all about just uh, getting us back to square one, but it's going to be a long ways. We are now in our eighth year, eighth year now of Black Lives Matter, and it's getting increasingly worse. Back after the top of the hour news, right here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. Radio News with Tim Berg. It, it was just, I, I guess for lack of better, but, uh, just carnage, uh, liking it to a war zone. Waukesha, Wisconsin Fire Chief Steve Howard describing what he saw when a Christmas parade held Sunday in Waukesha, Wisconsin turned into a nightmare. Five people were killed and more than 40 others were injured after an SUV tore through barricades and slammed into crowds. Mayor Sean Riley calling it a senseless tragedy. More than a dozen families of victims of the Parkland High School massacre are reaching a settlement with the Justice Department. All parties are now working to finalize additional details before the case can be dismissed, according to an official court document filed Monday. The family suing the Justice Department and FBI for not acting on tips warning about the murderer who took the lives of 17 people at the Florida High School in 2018. USA Radio News. 
Folks, you know how cancel culture has affected Michael and Dell. Well, my pillow may have gotten canceled out of retail stores, but you can say big just in time for Christmas at mypillow.com. The classic standard size my pillow that sold in stores for almost 70 bucks is on sale for Christmas for just 19.98. Standard size, 19.98, queen and king size slightly higher. But only if you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, get a MyPillow for that special person in your life. You also get a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow anywhere. Uh, save big on anything on the MyPillow website, but only if you use my promo code USA. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs. Get the best price ever on a MyPillow and do your Christmas shopping at MyPillow.com. Promo code USA or call one 800 951-8175. Merry Christmas. AAA is predicting almost 53.5 million Americans will travel over the Thanksgiving holiday. Just what sort of weather should they expect as they hit the road? Rain and wind are likely to cause travel delays as the Thanksgiving holiday week begins with a system of stormy weather expected to start drenching the Midwest. Later, the upper Northeast bringing abundant precipitation and high winds to the region. The conditions could cause air travel delays. Thousands of people expected to be heading out of town for Thanksgiving. Even more folks will be driving. Most Americans on the move will be, in fact. And that rain and wind will affect them as well, though it will die down in the Northeast by Thanksgiving Day itself. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. President Biden is tapping Fed Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell for a second term. Biden making it official during a White House ceremony and praising the Fed for its role in the economic recovery. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The CDC giving the green light for COVID-19 vaccine booster shots for all adults over the age of 18. The boosters approved for adults six months after they received their first two doses. The CDC strongly encouraging older folks and people with underlying medical conditions to get their boosters before the holiday season. This has many people wondering if you now will need a booster shot to be considered fully vaccinated. To watch former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb tell CBS News. I think at some point they're going to, but not this year. I think eventually um, this will be considered a three-dose vaccine, but I, I would be hard-pressed to believe CDC is going to make that recommendation uh, anytime soon, in part because of this debate about whether or not younger people who are at less risk should be receiving that third dose. In states where governors are looking to do this, and I think some local communities will do it, some businesses are probably going to do it quite soon, I think in cases where entities are going to mandate three doses for people who are six months out from the second dose, they're doing that because they're using the vaccine as a way to control transmission and try to end this pandemic. Uh, and, you know, there are people in the public health community who don't think that that's an inappropriate way to use the vaccine. But this is a debate that's going on right now in the public health community. And CDC's sort of stuttering approach to how they've embraced boosters is reflective of that debate. More news always can be found by going to Facebook at USA Radio. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg.
Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM fifteen hundred KIVA ABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com, coming with you on hour two, right through the incidents of the weekend, including the Friday verdict leading to a yes, I did say leading to the Sunday uh, runover massacre. Uh, that happened uh, about 54 miles, I guess, down the road from Kenosha, Wisconsin. And, uh, of course, the media is trying their spin. Daryl Brooks, this is uh, the name suspect. Okay, Records show that bail connected the case where a woman was run over with the vehicle. The district attorney is now conducting an internal level of recommendations. The man accused of killing five people. When an SUV plowed through a Christmas parade in Waukesha, is that, that's how you say that. Waukesha, Wa- maybe. Waukesha. That's so weird. Those are what? Is, that's just strange. I mean, they must feel that way when they come here, right? <laughs> like, do you get Wisconsin people to 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 pronounce things in New Mexico and and vice versa? He had been in custody at the Waukesha County Law Enforcement just five days before the tragedy. Released, no charges. Jail records, law enforcement sources all come out. Records show that black man, Daryl Brooks Jr. Yes, it matters. Race matters, folks. You said it matters. Black lives matter. Right? We, we got to we, we gotta start calling. If it's, if it's white supremacy with uh, right. Mr. Rittenhouse, then oh. we, we got to call. This is a black man, Daryl Brooks Jr., mowing people down. No gun, no anything, just a car. Speed Demon, 39. He posted a cash bail on November the 11th for a 1000 bucks in a case where he was accused of running over. I cannot make this up, folks. Running over the mother of his child with a vehicle. A black man 10 days ago, 10 days before the incident, runs over the mother of his child. And post a $1,000 cash bail bond. But they probably let him out because he was black and something having to do with Rittenhouse. Yeah, I think so. This guy was totally charged with running over the mother of his child in a vehicle in the gas station parking lot on November the 2nd. There he is. This guy should never get behind the vehicle, behind the uh, the, the wheel of any vehicle ever again. Right, Dad? I think that's uh, pretty fair to say. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be let out. He's killed five people. Uh, I'm not sure what's happened. I think the mother of his child, I think, is important. Uh, what, why did they not say wife or something like that? Just mother of his child. Oh, oh. he's registered sex oh, offender be- in Nevada, too. Oh, okay. Because, he, because he's black. Oh. Right? There's no, what would we say? 72% of households, right? Our fa- black households are fatherless. Yep. You know what happened when the uh, Black Voter Collaborative got together and they said, oh, where'd you get that stat? Where'd you get that? <laughs> the Census a, Bureau. There's literally a movie made in 2013. Look it up, Dowd. Yep, yep. That's yep. made, and it says 72. No, we're not talking about the number of home runs, home runs that Sammy Sosa hit back in uh, 1998. No, we're talking about the number of fathers house. That's why he's referred to in that way, the, the, the father of the child. What do you call it? They have a, a name for it. Baby Daddy. Baby Daddy. <laughs> Thank you. Man. <laughs> I'm from the street. Where have I been hanging out? You know? I'm, from the, I'm, the, I'm from the mean streets I'm of Broadbrook, Connecticut. I'm the one that's 4.6% <laughs> black. 
I did, I did live in D.C. for a while. <clears throat> anyway, I don't care about that. Just, you know, spit. On November 5th, Milwaukee County prosecutors filed several charges against him, including second degree recklessly endangering safety with domestic abuse assessments. <laughs> oh, it's an assessment. You almost hit your baby mama. Disorderly conduct with the domestic abuse assessments and felony bail jumping. Felony, thousand bucks. He was charged in the case involving his child's mother, and he was also on bail after being accused of shooting at his nephew in July of 2020. Echoes of George Floyd. You see those those idiots out in the street protesting. We're going to get to that in a sec. According to the email statement from Brooks, bail in 2020 was reduced from 10,000 to 7,500. Let's go easy on him. So he posted 70. Is that 750 dollars? They still do that. The bail. He gives 750. The bail bondsman puts up the rest, and then he chases them down. Right? Plus interest. The bail would be dramatically reduced again after a scheduling conflict prevented Brooks. He's busy. This guy's so busy. You know, between holding jobs, you know, bringing home the bacon. He's a rapper too, good, apparently. So what? Yeah, rapper. He calls himself Math Boy Fly. He flew. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. February 9, 2021, the state was prepared to proceed to a scheduled jury trial. Brooks was still in the custody in this matter and made the demand for a speedy jury trial because another jury trial was in progress before the same court. The defendant's demand for a speedy jury trial could not be met. So he posted $500, folks, to get out of jail, February 21st, 2021. And here he goes. Nine months later, he runs over the baby mama over there on West Capitol Drive in West Appleton. I wish she had more than a name, just you know, the baby baby mom. Although the woman is vaguely identified by her initials in the complaint, they don't identify the victims of domestic abuse. There you go. That's why. So here we are. We have the exoneration on Friday. We have the man apparently running from getting stabbed. That was the initial report. Very vague information coming through. There's actually some people who are posting, this just really happened. This is a PSYOP or whatever. There's actually victims. So I hate to say that, but you don't want to throw conspiracy theory at absolutely everything, folks, at this point. So nobody knows any of this information. It was an injustice that happened on Friday. This guy's obviously very angry about it. I'm going to say that. I'm going to make the leap here, okay? I think that's, we can make all these other leaps. I can make the leap for that happening 54 miles down the road, right? Kyle Rittenhouse, this incident happening, you know, just a few days later. I mean, the weight of the world upon that little region there in Wisconsin. Let's go back to the Rittenhouse before all this happened. Dozens rally in Albuquerque. They formed a protest outside Teagway Park. Where'd they go? Exactly where all the bad stuff happened before. Remember when there was 300 of them and maybe like 10 or so people who were trying to prop it up? Eight Civil Guard and a couple of, uh, you know, hee-haws. Party of Socialism and Liberation. Liberation. The PSL. Right? Liberation. There it is. There's a clear bias in that child. So watching it happen again, getting the results and the acquittal, it's frustrating. It's angering. See that? What they want is mob rules. Now, what they're really, reason why they went down there in that specific case is because they want a conviction for Stephen Baca. Yep. That's what they're looking for. Yep. And honestly, based upon the video, 
that I have and I have posted and I have shared, I would say that there is a significant amount, despite Stephen being quite stupid, okay, despite Stephen literally taking, I mean, he's going to get convicted on a few things. There's no doubt about it, okay? It's going to happen. But I'm also going to say that he should be totally exonerated based upon the self-defense, based upon the language, and them outnumbering him. I believe there was four people in the final, you know, sort of come together, culmination of the conflict. Stephen Baca, despite his level of antagonism that he was creating, I think he probably could have handled himself a little better. He might even say that himself in terms of the just basic assault things that have happened. I mean, just grabbing a woman from behind and tearing her down, probably not smart. Bad that. You know, probably teaming up with the wrong people. I'm not smart, you know, getting led into this whole entire thing. But ultimately, Stephen Baca, if you watch the video in slow motion, which we have, it's clearly self-defense. However, however, this is New Mexico. There will be a jury. Some people will play stupid and many people will want to convict him. There's no doubt about it. The other portion that is not going to work in his favor is where the victim was shot. Where was that victim shot? Dow, do you remember? In the back. Oh, on the body you were saying. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he was oh, shot yeah. in the back. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay. So that's not going to work out well for the argument. Mm-hmm. So I certainly hope, 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 okay, that Stephen Baca has some good attorneys that are working on his behalf to try to get him exonerated. Remember, they outnumbered the other group that was there. Mm-hmm. Now, Lisa Christopherson, a community activist, said she was there. So why are you returning, Lisa? What's wrong with you? You really want to go back over there? There was a, a shooting. Shortly after the shooting, chaos erupted. I was shot right here in the middle of the street by APD with a huge canisters. So it's a little traumatic to come out here. Well, why are you going? What's the reason? Is, is the Rittenhouse verdict, did you not realize, like, this has nothing to do with La Entrada or Don Juan Donate or even Black Lives Matter because the two people in the Rittenhouse, right, they were both white. One's an 11-time convicted pedophile. I don't know, convicted or just 11-time pedophile. So I'm, I, don't, I don't know how they came to that number. I gotta, I, once I start reading about that, it's not something I want to read about, right? But based upon everything that's going on out there. He stated, I would ask our Albuquerque Burqueños what kind of community we want to have. Well, apparently a more violent one, Christopherson, because that's what you want. Mm. You don't want anybody in jail. You don't want anybody going to jail. You don't want the homeless being persecuted or criminalized for panhandling or any of these other things. Isn't that right? Isn't that what everybody told me? Oh, yeah, you got to go soft already. This is how we need to do it. Well, under the DOJ, we wouldn't be able to penalize any of that stuff anyway. You can't do that. There are certain things that are unenforceable. Okay? Unenforceable. You just couldn't do it. So what type of what types of society does she want? <laughs> she wants the exact type of society that she has. That's what Antifa wants. Did they identify her as Antifa? Could we look her up as Antifa? Is she Antifa? I would like to know that. Uh, she's listed as a member of Indivisible Knob Hill. And is that that is not a that that is just a, is that an activist group? I don't know what that. Yeah, is. yeah. So let's go now to what she does like is she does not want prisoners. No black man should ever be convicted for anything because that's that's what they think. They don't they they only look at color. If a white man, he's immediately guilty. If he's black, there's no way he should ever be put in jail, no matter how bad what he did. Right? 
You go back to, yeah, this guy, Daryl Brooks. He ran over these people. Well, he's probably high, had THC in his system. They should let him go. Who cares about the white people that were run over on the street? They were kids and all that, but they were white, so they didn't really care. Well, he had inter- intergenerational trauma, as we learned this weekend. Oh, from, okay. From, what was uh, the intergenerational trauma? Well, just trauma? the fact that you're a BIPOC person means that you have mm, intergenerational trauma. There we go. You got excuses for everything. We should just write laws, a law for white people and laws for black people. Yeah. They're people of color, right? Next step, drinking fountains. We've made such progress in this country. I think that that's that where we're going, certain laws for certain groups of people, so we can even the score, right? Because apparently we're scorekeeping. That's, that's what everything's all about now. It's all about scorekeeping. So on the heels of that, or I should say on the, on the other side of that, this weekend KRQE ran an uh, interesting little prison population. It was decent journalism. Not balanced journalism, but at least it reported some facts. But it's at least balancing it out for their sins that they committed in terms of covering the yahoos that were out there. Dozens and dozens of people upset with the Rittenhouse. They state there's been a dramatic decline in the state's prison population. Hmm. In early November, the commission, which evaluates the policies related to the criminal justice system, told legislatures that the recent declines on the part are likely due to the ongoing criminal justice reforms. You think... You think that, that there's no bail bondsmen, that we have turnstile justice system, that, you know, we just let these guys walk. Oh, but here's the other thing. COVID-19 also thought that played a role. You think we have increased crime? Assaults are up? No, that doesn't work. You might think that it played a role. No, it's just the fact that it's the Arnold tool. Let's not forget what the Arnold tool does. Let's people out. The threat assessment. They're celebrating this, folks. The ACLU is celebrating this. Certainly Antifa is celebrating this. The leftists, the progressives, they're all celebrating this. In fact, they're the same people who constantly, those leftists, they love to tout, did you know that the United States of America has the highest incarceration rate in the world? They start from there, and then from there, they just, then they start talking about black people and brown people, and that's where they go. Oh, they're picking on me. It doesn't matter how many times I you know, do a criminal, I'm sure the white people are doing, that's the way they talk. It's ignorant. It's totally stupid. For the first time in 10 years, the peak male prison population, the maximum number of prison and prison people in a fiscal year has dropped below 6,000. Should we be celebrating that? Is that what they want? Here, we'll clap for you. How's that? It dropped by 24% over the last two fiscal years. Is there any reason why crime is so high? Well, because you have... An increase, remember, you have a decrease of prisoners. You have an increase of criminals out on the street with no repercussions, no way to track them, and a threat assessment tool which goes easy on the criminals and sees them as victims, not to mention the decriminalization of a number of things, right down to Schedule 1 pot. It wasn't a surprise to see the committee members that our prison population is declining, they said. Gail Chasey, the Democrat. (laughs) It's actually good news because it's so expensive to house prisoners. That's really the cost. Can, can we Let's restate see. that for the listeners? Go ahead. A representative uh, in your legislature, her name is Gail Chasey. She's a, a genuine blithering idiot. I've, I've been around this woman. She just said that the fact that we have fewer prisoners is good news because it's so expensive to house prisoners. She said it's good news at a time when crime is exploding in this state. I am a civil libertarian. That is one of the most asinine things I've ever heard anyone say about the criminal justice system. It's, it's not good news, sweetheart. You know what else is expensive, sweetheart? Uh, blood in the streets, families who lose loved ones, uh, robberies. Yeah, that's expensive, too. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to interject there. No, I, I see you, and I'll raise you one. Wanda Bertram, a spokesperson on the Prison Policy Initiative, 
a national research and advocacy group working towards criminal justice reform. Every time you see those things, CJR, criminal justice reform, the moment you see that, be careful. everything goes wrong after that. Every single thing that you can think of that goes wrong in a society goes points out to New Mexico as pre-pandemic incarceration of 733 per 100K being sent to jails and other facilities according to their analysis. That puts New Mexico in the top 20 states with the highest incarceration rate. She's gaslighting you. She's letting you know that we haven't done enough. Or as Kamala Harris would say, we have a lot more work to go. This is totally wrong. We have literally one of the highest assault rates, highest car theft rates in the country. Uh, I think highest murder rates on a per capita basis in the country. And this woman's like, oh, we got to ease up. It's too expensive. And uh, on top of that, New Mexico's still in the top 20. We got to go ahead and uh, make sure that uh, nobody's incarcerated ever for any reason, except for people who commit financial crimes and white people. <laughs> right. Violent crime has been on the rise in major cities across the nation. According to the report, the decline in prison population and the recent rise in violent crime are not directly connected. (laughs) The only thing that was said of any consequence. Hmm? They're literally telling you that they are absolving themselves of any and all responsibility. They're saying that prison doesn't work. I seem to remember that they're all about rehabilitation. How do you rehabilitate any of these people if they're not in prison? You can't. Let me repeat, the decline in prison population and the rise in violent crime are not directly connected. These people are literally the stupidest people. Uh, who is this Freeman guy? Oh, she works for the Sentencing Commission. Boy, is she stupid. Yep, yep. This woman, her, they should take her pay. She should give her paycheck and donate it to a prisoner just so he can get out and, I don't know, pay his way out. Well, I'll tell you, Eddie, I, uh, I, would agree. I would agree with the statement that it's good when the prison population is declining if the crime rate is staying the same or getting better and the prison population is declining. I would say, great, we are saving money. When the crime problem is getting worse and the prison population is declining, that's a different situation, folks. And uh, 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 outrageous. The two are, are not entirely related. Though. Let me go a step further. Bertram comes back and she says, She's from the policy, uh, prison policy initiative. I question the value of incarceration. Putting people in prison doesn't equal a safe community. It's often seen as an easy solution to a complex social problem there that lead to a life of crime. Society's fault. Boy, they're going to adopt a, a lot of these white women. What do we find out with them? Right? Bound to adopt a pet. Like, I'm going to sponsor a prison. Can't wait till my, till, till my honey gets out of jail. I'm sponsoring him. I'm sorry to hit you so hard right across the face with the truth, but this is it. You know what Mayor Tim Keller is working on right now? Well, not today. It's golf his, game? His birthday. No, oh. not his golf. He's probably getting tanked. You know what he's working on? He's working on, right, judicial reform with his friend Raul Torres. Do you want to know why they're working on that right now? Because it's election year for Raul Torres, and they want to make him the attorney general. He's running against Brian Colon. Let's go back to this uh, idiocy that has become New Mexico. So here we are. We're literally telling you crime is getting worse. Then you get the Party for Socialism and Liberation that's out there. And the Center for Peace. Remember, that's where uh, Tim Keller walked with Black Lives yes. Matter all the way from there. The Center for Peace and Justice walked all the way downtown, caused a million dollars worth of damage, and felt guilty about it. So they handed a million dollars to Black Lives Matter. Bex Hampton is an organizer of the Party for Socialism and Liberation. Here's what he had to say. The government is responsible for his acquittal and for allowing him to walk free. This is not the justice system. It's an injustice system. 
Wow. Have you noticed that all of the signs that are all there, whether it's Kenosha, Jersey, Illinois, everything, everything's pre-printed and they all say the same thing. You know that they already knew that they were going to do this. They already knew that the acquittal was coming. They were just looking for another reason to riot. And they know that justice has been done. They know it. But they had to try and change the narrative. And they couldn't change the narrative with the facts because, again, it's two white people who were killed by Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse was totally in the right. Self-defense, a jury, decided not to convict him on that. It was actually pretty easy. Probably should have come to a quicker conclusion on it, but I think they were waiting for the weekend so that they could handle that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the ACLU is so angry that even they are going after Rittenhouse. Where are they on all the other things? ACLU is now suing the city, county, state on behalf of the BLM protester. That's where they are. Clifton White. Lawsuits have been filed against the Albuquerque Police Department, MDC, the Probation and Parole Board, and the Department of Corrections. This is why you have this. Can you imagine if I were mayor? What would would be happening right now? Manny's not going to do anything about it. Can you imagine what I would have done? You may be up there hanging out with these guys right now and say, whoa, you better lawyer up. Uh, You guys got a couple million? Because we're going to hire $20 million. We're going after every single one of these people who are suing the city of Albuquerque. This is total and complete corruption. You think we're just going to pay these people off because we've got a white liberal mayor? The answer is yes. That's exactly why. A white liberal mayor whose wife is like the biggest Che Guevara, right, promoter there is. La revolución. El Che. Leon Howard, the legal director for the ACLU, says these cases really put a microscope on how black men in our country are treated by every Can I claim being black yet? They didn't adopt me in the, I don't know, what, what's the threshold? Is it 20% black, 30%? Used to be the one drop rule in the old days, but yeah, well, 4.6 is way more than one mm. drop. Oh, yeah. The few drops, and then some. Whitehead organized a protest following the death of George Floyd and was later arrested. ACLU jumps on board. Police say White failed to report to his parole office and was suspected of stealing a car. Okay. Reasonable. I'm sure the police probably had their reasons. They don't just randomly state that, well, we think he was stealing a car, therefore we're going to arrest him. Like, well, we know he's stealing a car. We're going to arrest him. The ACLU claims White was wrongfully on parole at the time. Wow. They really know how to fight this. On parole? Yeah, he was on parole at the time of the protest. I thought he was, was a civil rights activist. He was targeted. They they looked oh. at all the people that were there, and they went for that one guy. Yeah. White, who was black. That's who they went for. Howard explains the government had control of every action that he made out in society. He should have been a free man. How do you become a police officer in this city any longer? You can't even like, well, we can only adopt, we can only arrest the white man or the Hispanic guy, but we can't go after the black people because the ACLU, right? I shouldn't say go after. Let's just say we can't arrest. Let me rephrase that because I'm sure someone's going to try to capture and replay that and say, here's, here's the language of Eddie Aragon. Let's just say when I say go after, I mean go out and arrest. They're going to think twice. 
Can you imagine if you're a police officer and you actually have to think of the color of the skin of the person that you're arresting? Or do they have color swatches now, like at the at the paint or the carpet place where they... When you can and can't arrest. Depending who, you know, yeah. what shade you are. There's a Glenn Beck element uh, to this show today, by the way. The, this level of snarkiness is... Okay. We're almost pegging out of 10. It's nice. Uh, it feels good, Doubt. Well, good. There, the, the, things in this progressive, increasingly progressive country are getting so absurd that what you may think is satire or exaggeration down the road, not too quickly, I mean, not too far off, becomes reality. So mm. don't put it past them. Well, we'll talk about recruitment. We'll also be talking about ways that you can actually protect your own neighborhood. Uh, we'll get into the Gateway Center. Uh, we'll talk about ACLU. I saw this interesting thing happening in Estancia. They wanted to mandate uh, it's curious. that people are illegally armed. I wonder why they would take that step. But uh, I'd be, uh, I'm not against it. I don't, I don't know that that anybody... I just think it should be a choice, like anything. I don't know that you should be legally armed. You know, you have to be. It's like everyone has, you know, guns drawn <laughs> in, the, in the morning. And uh, we'll also talk about an APD airplane, the Cessna 172 that flies around. That's old as dirt. I'm not even sure what it does. And <laughs> a little bit of investigative reporting. Uh, our our local news media, folks, is completely and totally lost at this point. They don't know what to focus on. They don't know what to do in the... Uh, we're, we're, this is, someone was telling me last night, you know, the city is uh, is falling apart. No, the planet right now is falling apart. If you really think about it, it absolutely is falling apart. And it, it doesn't look good uh, moving forward. Uh, let me get to all your texts. My gosh, you guys have a lot to say here. Uh, should I do this really quick? Okay. <clears throat> Eddie. I read some more about the Steve Barker case that George Soros had stepped in and offered or actually paid $100,000 to our prosecutor. Maybe it's for a campaign. I think you're talking about the district attorney. George Soros gave Raul Torres big bucks. $100,000. He spent one hundred and seven. dollars Our future AG. Yeah. Uh, nobody ran against him. Remember, there was no Republican running against the district attorney. And then you're like, how do you want to complain, Republicans, when you want to get behind a Democrat? It's like, oh, Raul Torres has nice shoes, nice suit, and he went to Harvard. <clears throat> Here we go. The malaria tablets I took and Nam gave me this. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know where, where that goes. Uh, but they worked. Just two weeks to flatten the curve there. 74 with COPD, no vax for me. Just hanging at the house. Boy, Eddie, these guys are a lot of race pimps. Love that phrase. Did you at Kohl's on the west side, they have people coming in with duffel bags and fill them and they have a policy not to stop them and this happens daily. Oh, like the, South, like the San Francisco thing. Can it's you even shop anymore? Swarm. If okay. you shoot a man, let me, let's see. We got to get into this. If you shoot somebody on your doorstep while they're trying to steal your Amazon package, are you covered? It's an easy answer. Someone's just following around the Amazon Prime van all day. And they're just picking the packages up as they go everywhere okay. they go. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Can you shoot that man on your doorstep? Uh, it depends on if the DA in your region has been funded by Soros <laughs> or not. <laughs> well, according to the law, you cannot you cannot do anything. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you're just basically fighting for him. So it's a free-for-all. Someone can walk right up to your door, take the stuff. If you want to fight him, uh, it's totally your risk. If you shoot him, uh, you'll and he dies, you're, you're, you murder. That's not self-defense. That's murder. Well, we learned from the Rittenhouse trial from the prosecutor. Sometimes you got to take a beating. That's what he said, right? So, wow, self-defense is not a thing. Yeah, in this how come you, yeah. How come you couldn't uh, use your fist, right? 
Why'd you bring a uh, a gun? When your brilliant uh, rhetoric as a prosecutor is a line from Goodfellas, maybe you have the wrong job. I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> Joe answers. He says you get to drag them in the house for it to be legal. That is true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mark. Uh, go see Tim Keller's Facebook page. Wants to protect our neighborhoods from climate change. <laughs> All sorts of stupid right there. Uh, from Fox News squad, uh, Representative Talib grilled over bill that would empty federal prisons in 10 years. Squad Rashida Talib grilled over bill. Expo- let's see. Uh, I have to look at this. This is federal prisons, by the way. Uh, let's see. What is this? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, I got it. I hear you, Seven Dwarfs. Um, were they all white people he ran over? Uh, I think they were. I think all so. the, everybody. I mean, it's a Christmas parade. Let's get real. It was. A, I'm not trying to be racist here. Just, I'm just saying. Was it? Were we celebrating Ida Fatir or? I'm just. Hey, we're in that. We're in that range now. Diwali? These are not racist <laughs> statements. Oh. None of these things are racist. Okay. Based upon my viewpoint, looking at that, I mean, you want to question me about the details? You want to have a beef with that? The real beef is, well, there's a black man that ran over a bunch of people, and let's get faces on the the front page. Let's start getting into this. Race is the prism through which we see everything. Everything. Doesn't matter. How many white people did he take out? Is it a hate crime if he only hit white people? For every white person that he hit... Did he, has he have a Facebook page? Well, is that a form of reparations that the white people were, like the healthcare bills will just be the reparation? Has anybody visited Daryl Books' Facebook page? Mm -hmm. Can he even write? Can he spell? That's not racist. I'm just, it's a simple question at this point. Were they all white people ran over? I'm assuming. How about that? Is that, is that, is that, that fair? The prison population dropped because they released them all for COVID. Uh, That was partially, we just did that here. And you run over people with cars like this guy did is one of the favorite ways Muslims like to kill infidels. They do this in Europe and all the time. I bet this guy is a Muslim. I bet he's not. I don't. I would bet that he isn't. He's a rapper. Daryl, he would have changed his name if he was true yeah. Islam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he would have had... Uh, Wadi Haddad or something. Yeah. I think that's my favorite Muslim name, by the way. Wadi Haddad. It's a good, it's a good one. How do you spell that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Tell Murder Mike, uh, there's a pack of 10 or more Burkenos out here at the Ditch Paseo in Alameda. Looks like they're fishing for something down there. All right. <laughs> fishing? Okay. Well, I think he, he means like that. I don't think there's like a runoff or anything. Donald Trump says, I'm a winner some, for some reason. He wants me to donate now. Hi, Eddie. This is Nancy. I'm so proud of the jury in Wisconsin. The judge was right on. Right on. He could see that the DA was totally out of line. The video showed it all. I pray these people that have been since the very beginning. And I've, okay, I'll let it leave it there. Eddie, so cool you guys are playing the White Album, so symbolic of the abject madness of this time in history. We're doing it because it was back in 68 that the album was released. Please stop. Don't get me in trouble. They're, they're trying. Trust me. They're absolutely trying. Just recovered from COVID-19. Double-vaxxed wife. Unvaxxed me and kids all got it. We lived. <laughs> there we go. Good job. There you go. You lived so that you could get fired for your job for getting COVID and being unvaxxed. <laughs> that's the math right is that, that, that is the math uh, also told after getting monoclonal anti- antibodies not to get vaxxed for over 90 days what it would kill the vax oh what okay there's a new wrinkle Ooh, you got to reach out to me and tell me about that that's interesting the antibodies will somehow just i'm just 
I'm, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a science guy. But if I'm thinking that the antibodies are going to neutralize or prevent the vax from working and they tell you to wait. 90 days. Ooh, a lot, of, a lot can happen. In that's that. loaded. Can you do some thought and research on it? Yeah, yeah. The, the devil's in the detail right mm-hmm, there. Go, mm-hmm. Really deep, deep, dig deep. Never vax. Now I'm good for 17 years, 90 days for Indian National Labs. And we got C19 for my daughter's fully masked distance in school. Uh, here's what happens. You refuse APA testing per section 564, 21 USC, 3360, BBB3E1A, etc., etc., Right to refuse non-FDA approved EUA products. This includes mass testing, vaccines, et cetera. Wow. Okay. Bill. First of all, happy Thanksgiving to you endowed and the entire Rock of Talk familia. Dr. Simmers told me that under no circumstances why they get the COVID vaccine. For those of us who have had COVID, the vaccine will increase the likelihood that you would become deathly ill and become super spreader as well. Boy, even even the doctors listening to me. Summers wasn't always on that, by the way. He did get the vax. Oh. Mm. I was in Home Depot today. At least a dozen people without masks that I saw. No one is stopping them from shopping. Huh. But if you're going to go inside and steal from a business, put your mask on. Yeah, yeah. You know Looting is, yeah. yeah, with a mask. Not yeah, a you got to be a professional looter. So. The good guys don't wear the masks. My kids keep telling me about their classmates getting the jab. wonder how many of them will have issues and not come back to school. Uh, I think they'll come back to school. They'll just have a whole lot of stupid in their head. Remember, it modifies. <laughs> yeah, I saw this great meme that was put out there. And uh, yeah, oh, by the way, Murder Mike's calling. Um, the meme out there is like, here's to another year of keeping your DNA intact. <laughs> yeah. Someone was planning to do it that way for life. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, okay, if we added up all the daily counts, people that test a positive. Oh, yeah, we, we read that one. I will call CNN and see if they're going to call it. Should they attack in Wisconsin be called black supremacy? No. But it could be a hate crime. I think that that is, that's very possible, I think, at least. All right. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva, keeping with our, uh, I guess, our white day, right? Uh, The whitest song of them all, I would think, uh, would be this one. I'll bet you Dowd will be able to name it in three, two. Oh, he's got it already. All right, back after a quick break. Oh, you know what I mean. It is literally the whitest song that there is. Pale. (laughs) Wider shade of pale. I don't know what, I don't know what shade that is, but I'm sure we've all seen it. I'm sure we all love it. All right, back after a quick break, 539, back and forth. Yes, 
Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected, RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber, and GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. 
Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks, and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop, children, watch that sound Everybody look what's going down Bad lines being drawn Nobody's right If everybody's wrong Young people speak in their minds Are getting so much resistance From behind Time we stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Yeah, a lot going down 547 here in the Kiva Little uh, Buffalo Springfield there for you. Song called uh, "For What It's Worth." Uh, one of the hardest songs for people to name. They uh, consistently trips people up on any of the uh, song quizzes you've ever seen. It's like, oh, I know that song. I know is a, isn't it called "Stop Children"? I'm like, no. <laughs> like trying to name the Led Zeppelin songs, which almost never have the lyrics in the, in the title. You know. I need <laughs> oh, that's uh, Murder Mike. I'm pretty sure. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, it's me. <laughs> uh, hold on one second, Murder Mike. Hold on. Paul, you're in the Kiva very quickly. Go ahead. Hi, is Ron? Uh Do you have gum in your mouth, or I don't know what you said? No. Sorry, this is Kiran. It's what? Kiran. You asked me to call in earlier for my text. Oh, okay. To explain about the, the monoclonals. 
About the what? So about the monoclonal antibodies. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Well, I just want to go real quick. You know, one, my daughter got COVID from school, right? All okay. masked up, distance. Um, she brought it home. We got, uh, my wife got it first. She was the one that had the double vaccine. <laughs> but we know now that that's faded, right? Because she got that back last January. Um, then it transferred to me and my kids, right? The other girls in the family. And then, uh, I went to go get the, the antibodies, and at the end of it, like, I was sitting there listening to all the people who were in the infusion center with me there at Prez. You know, there's probably 10, and people were moving in and out. And they, uh, every one of them, they told them, you can't get vaccinated for 90 days or more because the antibodies will just wipe out um, the vaccine as your body's trying to produce those other antibodies. Hello? Hello, Tehran. Tehran. Hello. Isn't that like the most awesome thing ever? You. What, what? What went through your brain when you heard that? The antibodies are going to wipe out the vaccine. I, so for me, I was just sitting there going, "Well, uh, I don't know how I'm gonna how CND is gonna handle this because even if even with the mandate at this point, if they're telling me I have to get a vaccine, then they're actually literally endangering my life." Because I can't do it because of, because of this other this other you know treatment that I got. Okay, uh, Teron, Teron, stop, stop, stop for a sec. Um, okay, the fact that you're coming on and talking about this is already groundbreaking. What I would like to say to everybody out there is, if you are in a hospital and somebody tells you exactly what you just heard from Teron that you can't get the vaccine for 90 days because you've been infected with COVID and you have the antibodies and the antibodies will kill the vaccine, please record that. Send it to me. We will, we will go, we will go worldwide with that. That is not even, that's nowhere. That's nowhere in the news. Is that anywhere in the news? We can't find that anywhere, Teron. Yeah. And I, and I want to say that it's just to be clear that it's it's the monoclonal and the Regeneron that you get, right? It's not that I was infected and then I generated my own, Anybody, it's that monoclonal uh, treatment okay. will will destroy whatever's given to you through the vaccine. And I even heard in some places that it's up to eight months that they say you can't have it. So if you're going to talk about efficacy of vaccines, yeah. the, and the this other treatment that doesn't have any of these side effects, isn't causing death, isn't causing you know myocarditis, uh, the what is it, the cytopenia, the the little blood clots that travel to your brain, all that other stuff. This is a much better and more effective treatment than the vaccines are and any of the boosters that come along. And they're talking about making those boosters mandatory. Yeah, I know know they are because you're not considered that 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 is a true statement because you're not considered vaccinated unless you have all the boosters. You know that, too. Right. Yeah. Well, and and Fauci just came out and said, well, we're going to change. We think we're changing the definition of fully vaccinated. So all these people at the India that are 89% vaccinated, as soon as they roll that out, all of a sudden... Now they're, they're zero. Zero. zero vaccinated? Yep. 0% vaccinated, Tehran. Absolutely Sorry. right. Wow. All right, groundbreaking stuff. Thanks for calling in. I didn't realize I told you to call in, but I'm glad I told you to call in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Tehran, uh, what? I was trying to figure that out. All right, uh, let's go to Murder Mike. Murder Mike's got the uh, speedy Murder Mike report that he spits out. Rat-a-tat-tat. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll do the whole weekend within uh, five minutes. Uh, Murder Mike, lay it on us. 
I will do it in five minutes or less because we begin tonight's uh, report with an update on a story we first brought to you last week regarding a shooting that occurred last Sunday, November 14th, just outside Los Alamos. A Los Alamos resident who was returning home on New Mexico 502 reported a white Mazda came behind him, began flashing his lights, trying to pass. The suspect pulled into Anderson Overlook took out a, a rifle, took aim on the unsuspecting resident as he approached the overlook. The suspect fired twice, the first shot hitting the outside mirror. The second entered the rear window of the resident's truck, striking him in the head, but failed to penetrate the skull. The victim immediately called 911, reported the incident, and advised he was driving himself to the, to the Los Alamos Medical Center. Los Alamos PD, along with Santa Fe County Sheriff's Department, quickly arrived to the overlook. However, the suspect was already gone. Ebola went out to the surrounding agencies as well as the New Mexico State Police. The suspect in the shooting is still outstanding, and the victim, a resident of Los Alamos and an employee of the lab, is asked to remain anonymous. So there'll be updates on that as more information becomes available. Well, you can definitely tell he is a uh, AM 1490 KRSN and 107.1 listener because the bullet failed to penetrate his skull and he drove himself had to wear with oh, that's, so yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right there. That's a, that's a P1 listener there at 1490 yeah. KRSN. Nothing was mentioned uh, for a whole week and my mother-in-law was just on, on top of this and finally the Los Alamos, what is it, the monitor uh, put out a story on it. So Monitor's um, dead there, uh, Brother Mike. Uh, it's been okay. murdered. It's been murdered. <laughs> That's called a reporter. It's online paper. Yeah, yeah online. It's, it's, okay, it's, yeah. There's two competing uh, townies who are. Uh, one thing we should note about Los Alamos is the highest vaccinated rate and also the highest uh, growth of infections over the last 30 days as well. You would know that if you literally subscribe to. I'm going to do shameless plugging. <laughs> it's my gift to him. I'm not buying him anything. I'm just going to shamelessly <laughs> plug him all and just put a smile on his face. www.rockoftalk.chat. All right. You got three minutes, sir. Okay. Well, a major car crash on on Morris, just north of Montgomery, killed one individual, yep. critically injuring five others. Yep. The crash happened just after 7 p.m. on Saturday night, involving a motorcycle and three other vehicles. APD reports 19-year-old Casino Salazar Roswell was arrested on multiple counts, including suspicion of vehicular homicide and aggravated DWI. Literally the worst name that you could give to any man behind the wheel. Because mm. what's your name? Casino Salazar. Take your chances. Yeah, the there you go. He had, take, he had to take a gamble on that one. Officers reported Salazar was being down Montgomery when he crashed into another car with five other people on board, killing one. APD went on to say Salazar's vehicle had numerous alcohol containers in the vehicle, along with several firearms and unspecified amount of cannabis. Then at 9.51 p.m. that same night, a female driver was robbed and carjacked at gunpoint at Tramway and Lomas. Uh, whoop, <laughs> there we go. Uh, the offender was described as an Hispanic male, 25 to 40 years of age, with no direction of travel indicated. The remainder of the weekend was relatively quiet, with no major incidents uh, reported. And today, however, at 11.15 in the morning, APD was dispatched to the 3800 block of Central Southeast to reference a shooting. Upon arrival, they found an unknown aged male, conscious and breathing, suffering from a gunshot wound to the lower abdominal quadrant. He was transferred to UNMH Hospital in serious but stable condition. 
This weekend's numbers reflect a total of 12 assaults, six, six domestic violence calls, and nine shots fired calls. Wow. Additionally, a good, there were, good weekend. So I thought, it was, where's my full moon fever? Boy, that's good. Uh, it, it happened before and afterwards. Okay. <laughs> so, and the, the shots fired. Additionally, there were five calls for service regarding a disturbance, two threats of suicide, and one residential burglary. Also, there was one armed robbery, two intoxicated individuals, and one stolen car reported. So that's a brief look at the weekend in Albuquerque. Eddie, down back to you, gentlemen. Wow, that is tight. Under the under the line, ahead of schedule. Consummate pro. Uh, and, uh, ahead of schedule. and uh, Helped that it was a quiet weekend, though. <laughs> yeah, it does certainly help with that. All right, back after the top of the hour news. It was back in uh, 63 they took out JFK on this day. We appreciate uh, that, and we hope that uh, you all think about that and what leadership means. Anybody here see my open every Can you tell me where he's gone? He freed a lot of people, but it seems good they die young. You know, I just looked around and he's Anybody here see my old friend John? Can you tell me where he's gone? He freed a lot of people, but it seems good they die young. I just looked around and he's gone. Anybody here see my old friend Martin? Can you tell me where he's gone? He freed a lot of people, but it seems good they die young. I just look around and he's gone. Didn't you love the things that they said? Didn't they try to find some good for you and me? And we'll be free someday soon. It's gonna be one day anybody here. My old friend This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Radio News with Tim Berg. Police in Waukesha, Wisconsin say a deadly Christmas parade rampage was not related to terrorism. Sergeant was taken into custody a short distance from the scene and we are confident he acted alone. 
Police Chief Daniel Thompson identifying the suspect under arrest as a lifelong criminal. Daryl E. Brooks, male, 39 years of age, who is a resident of the city of Milwaukee. Five counts of first degree intentional homicide with additional charges based on the investigation. Brooks was out on jail after he was charged with purposely running over a woman with his vehicle. President Biden says Fed Chair Jerome Powell will stay in place for a second term. Biden making it official during a White House ceremony on Monday, praising the Fed for its role in a robust economic recovery. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. Are you among the millions of Americans who feel uncertain when it comes to your health care? I'm happy to inform you there is the solution, and that solution is Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of like-minded people who work together to pay for their medical costs. There are no networks, so you choose your doctor, you choose your hospital. Liberty HealthShare allows you to easily decide how, when, and where you will access health care because our rights come from God, not government. It could be the best practical, moral, and economical choice for you and your family. It was for me. I joined. Just in time. Time for Christmas. Mike Lindell has dropped the price of the standard classic MyPillow, regularly $69.98 to $19.98. Now, queen and king size slightly higher, but that price includes a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow with you anywhere. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs and give MyPillow for Christmas. Doctors are giving an update on the Christmas parade tragedy in Wisconsin. The update coming from the Children's Hospital of Wisconsin-Milwaukee after five people were killed and dozens more injured due to what happened yesterday. Currently, we have six patients who we list in critical condition, three that are in serious and one that is in fair. Um, we also have eight other patients that are listed in fair condition that are not in the intensive care unit and are in other units within the hospital. Dr. Michael Meyer, medical director of the pediatric care unit at Children's Hospital, doctors adding hospitalized kids are ages 3 to 16. A federal judge is denying bail for a man accused of threatening both of Alaska's senators. J. Allen Johnson is accused of leaving 17 threatening voicemails for Republican Senators Lisa Murkowski and Dan Sullivan. The Dow gaining 17 points to close Monday at 35.619. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. President Biden making an announcement regarding the Fed Reserve. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell was nominated for a second four-year term by President Biden on Monday, extending a tenure that began with President Trump. The ex-investment banker is being asked to finish the most consequential revamp of monetary policy since the 1970s. Lael Brainerd, the Federal Reserve board member who was the other top candidate for the job, was nominated as vice chair. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Going a little bit more in depth on the tragedy that happened on Sunday in Waukesha, Wisconsin. When a parade is taking place, what is standard operating procedure regarding keeping people safe? Ed Davis is a former Boston police commissioner. He tells Fox News. 
Well, your your responsibility is to is to use your firearm to stop the assault. You you can use fatal force against an individual who is killing, who is an immediate threat to your life or to the life of other individuals. So the officers could very well have shot into that windshield uh, to kill the suspect as he was driving down. The the attendant issues with that wild rounds bullets bouncing off cars into into a crowded field of people. You you need to be very, very careful when you use that type of force. And in this particular case, my heart goes out to that officer. He saw an opportunity. He got one, one round off safely, but then he stopped. More news online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour right here in the Kiva. AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM com. little in excess back in uh, this day sadly report the death of Michael Hutchin, Hutchins excuse me lead singer for in excess and uh, one of the notable things about all that is that started the whole sort of uh, conspiratorial claims about you know being involved in sex clubs and uh you know, so the back deals, everything from Robin Williams to, I mean, you name it. And then, of course, we've got the Ghislaine Maxwell stuff that's coming up to a week ago or week forward from today. Jury selection uh, will whittle it down from 60 to 12. And uh, there you go. Uh, Michael Hutchins uh, killed himself um, by hanging himself in what seemed to be a self-sacrificial way, uh, hanging himself by a belt. 
Um, he had a uh, speedball in him that was full of everything from heroin to cocaine to, you know, uppers and downers, alcohol, uh, etc. He was going through a severe depressive state uh, due to the separation from him and his young son uh, and his wife, uh, who is in London town, and uh, she was not able to make it to Australia where in excess was. And uh, his wife uh, was being kept from him by the ex-husband, which was Bob Geldof. Uh, you might know him. Oh, now of, I remember. Of, yes. Yeah, Band-Aid fame. Uh, uh, you might remember. Do they know it's Christmas? That's Bob yep. Geldof. And then Live Aid uh, as well. So a lot a lot of history there. And on this day, was it 98, 97? Um, what was this? 80, I mean, 90, yeah, 97. 97. Yeah. 37 so, years old. Yeah, 37 years young. And, uh, you know, In Excess was a, some of the great songs. I like I'm that. glad you played it because I forgot, you know, sometimes the 80s, I don't recall the 80s, and it was it was good. It was that good was music. 89. In, sure. in Excess uh, really had their heyday like uh, 88 through 91. Mm-hmm. And you had all these kind of like Euro feel type uh, music. And In Excess was right there. Remember Sinead O'Connor, The Church. You know, another Aussie band that was great under the Milky Way, which is didn't like one, the Pope. Yeah, one of my favorite. Uh, what's that? <laughs> she didn't like the Pope. Remember, uh, she tore she up the picture. Yeah, you know, uh, Sinead O'Connor did not write that song, nor did she have actually anything of a real accomplishment in her life. Prince wrote that song. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he wrote it. Uh, and he is uh, or she or yeah, Sinead. We'll just we just refer to her as that. You should never know. She's a moving target, folks. Uh, she's all over the board. <laughs> Greatest Phil Hartman sketch on Saturday Night Live of all time. I remember The Sinatra that. group. Cue ball. What do you want? Yeah. Oh, oh, it was so good. Jan Hooks, I believe, played Sinead with the ball. Yeah, probably the worst moment of Saturday Night Live, ripping a picture up of the Pope. I mean, you've got a bunch of drunk people who are either stoned, getting fat on pizza, and you're going to make a political statement to that group of people. <laughs> not, not the crowd. You should be I read a fantastic article over the weekend, D. Dowd Musco, about uh, – the uh, basically the failure and the end of SNL. Ah, uh, the yes. institution itself is uh, meeting its end. And the reason why you know this, I'm not sure if if the writer knew or and if any of the people who are uh, a part of uh, Saturday Night Live, it's infinitely boring. You might want to look up that article. Uh, um, and, since I'm the one who linked to it uh, several days ago, when did I you really? It that that, it? That's where you read it. Oh, doubt. Well, hey, doubt. It's sometimes it's three, sometimes it's four in the morning. Doubt. Yes. That's good. Let's go to that article, shall we? Because I think it's a good one. Uh, that is is that Dowd's extra click? Uh, I believe so. It's got to be an extra uh, click on Saturday. I think it was on Spike.com or um, it was a good article. But uh, let me tell you what I sort of gleaned from all, and I don't like to get too down in the details because I don't like to get too removed. As Dowd knows from my gut, my instinctual, I have good instincts, and I never want to ruin them. I think Dowd even – Dowd has actually – that's a true statement, Dowd. I'm instinctual in the, in the fact that you've done enough fact-checking on, what, on the BS that I'm supposedly saying to realize that my, my instincts are, like, almost spot on because I haven't touched them. Every just, so often I'll find myself shaking shaking my head at Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, an Eddie statement, and then, like, two weeks later I'm like, oh, yeah, he was right after all. <laughs> so, uh, I shouldn't of, be skeptical all the time. Yeah, the problem is is I just ingest uh, a massive amount of information, and, and not just by reading. Uh, that's the other thing, too, is I'm literally, you know, you see osmosis. That I am. That I am the middle name of that. So um, the point I wanted to make is how you know that Saturday Night Live is coming to an end is because there's a marriage between Saturday Night Live and like anything that meets its ultimate demise and failure, it connects directly with a Kardashian. (laughs) 
Is that not correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the new uh, flavor of the month, the, fl- the flavor of the week, the flavor of the year. I mean, honestly, anymore. I mean, you remember Dowd? I was calling for one Winona Ryder. Is she available? Winona, are you available? Would you? Would you? We put the word out last. We week. did. I didn't get any. I didn't. Get, I put the feelers out. I've always wanted to date a kleptomaniac. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. You know, never boring. <laughs> Can you be a kleptomaniac if you don't di- if you don't actually steal over a thousand bucks? Ooh. She, she always had that Janessa Qua, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. she did. Yeah. So now, apparently, they've got pictures of uh, Kim Kardashian running around with this. Is it Davidson? Daniels? Pete Davidson. Daniels, or whatever the heck this guy's name is. And he's all sorts of goofy and all sorts of stupid. But apparently, he is making Kim Kardashian laugh all the time. So he's the new flavor. And so, um, and, and it comes in sort of these epoch, right? I mean, this. But the flavor, the you know, the the spirit, the 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 thing that's sort of been taking over, and we're seeing that, right? It goes from you know the Rock to yeah Prince or Tom Cruise to I don't know what's the Bradley Cooper or to uh, Ryan. The Ryans uh, are very big right now. Both. Oh, who's the Ryan? Uh, Gosling and Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds. Two Ryan. We got two Ryans. (laughs) I only like Ryan Reynolds because of uh, I think the first twenty minutes of of Deadpool is the most brilliant theater. I've, I can watch pretty it. Good. Go, in fact, I watched it over again this weekend. You know? Yeah, pretty good stuff. Yeah, so it's just, I just love that. It. It's just, it's unbelievable from the CGI top to bottom and the whole sequence is just amazing. But that's how you know SNL is meeting its end. It's over. Mm-hmm. It was over for Kanye. It was over. It takes out all the great ones. Kanye, <laughs> Bruce Jenner. It I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You see the pattern, it sweeps. These women, every single thing they touch turns to absolute sand. It disintegrates right before your very hand. This is what you get. And and by the way, Kim Kardashian has exactly zero talent. She has nothing to speak of. She did a porn video, and somehow she got built up mm-hmm. as sort of this empty vessel. And now, you see the latest of all this. Was it Kylie or Kendall or Kenner? I, I don't know the names of all of them. I think I just nailed two of them, right? One of them was dating or is dating, or is the baby baby mama, um, hopefully, is that, an, is that a racist term in some way? If, am I culturally appropriating that? Uh, dated the guy that had that satanic sacrifice at the Houston Astrodome. Oh, the Houston guy. Yeah, what is his name? Tra- Tra- Travis? Yeah, Travis Scott. There Scott. you go. Yeah. So, folks, stay away. Might be attractive, might be good looking, you know, but as one great duo, the great Daryl Hall and John Oates once said, watch out, boy, she'll chew you up. Whoa, here she comes. She's a man eater. That's what's going to happen. So anyway, I did not set that whole thing up. None of it's scripted. It all just flows. That's it. It's just just a spirit (laughs) moving through me, I guess. 550-5500. Eddie, this is a good idea. The young lady that you were talking about earlier it doesn't like homeless people and minor crimes being prosecuted. Should all read this. That's from the LA Progressive. You're going to have to synopsize it a little bit better for me. Uh, let's see. Winona gives you a, whoa. Oh, this guy is just, so Scott, <clears throat> I'm going to read as much of the, as Scott as I can. He's the funniest guy I know. And to talk to him, Dowd, you would like it. So Murder Mike, there's a pack of 10 or more Burkenos. He wrote this. I thought it was supposed to be attraction rather than promotion. Now everything is coercion, subversion, perversion, and diversion, division, submission, or prison. I mean, <laughs> good this summary. Guy, this guy is just flowing. He's amazing. King Crimson, those dudes, a bright red, bro. Turn the wider shade of pale ale. That's the. That's, 
<laughs> see, see right there. I mean, right there, there's a, a brewer down the street. that's like, oh, I was listening to Eddie's station and the rocker talk. And they were saying, oh, I want a wider shade of pale ale. And you liked how I uh, connected that. My best friend, John, died at the De Anza Motel about 15, 18 years ago. That's like a new, that's been gentrified, right? Yep. yep. It's probably uh, revamped. What, what is that? I'm not going to open it. You, why don't you, I have literally 733 text messages. The Mexican heroin and alcohol didn't like him no more, Eddie, so they killed him, bro. He wasn't racist, bro. He liked that Mexican stuff. He was smarter than hell, but the drugs are cunning, baffling, and powerful. I think he was talking about Michael Hutchins. The muskrat is funnier than hell. When Ona gives you a bona, she's a Chicona también. <laughs> is she? She's not Hispanic, is she? Oh, no, she's Jewish, actually. Is she? Yeah. Winona Ryder. They all, speaking of Jewish, uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, happy birthday. Half Jewish, yeah. 37 yeah. today. 37. Uh, kind of hit the wall, kind of hit the who, wall, let's face it. Did she really? Well, 37. They, they, they kind of start... <clears throat> Start pushing you out to pasture in your late 30s when you're a hot chick. <laughs> who's, who's that? Because there's always new ones coming along. That's the problem. <laughs> you think? You think? Uh, you know? Well, you're giving it like the Leo DiCaprio. Uh, uh, when you hit 25, you're done. They've done a chart where yeah, he gets Leo. older every year, and then no no woman he's with gets above the 25 year old mark. So he, it's a brilliant. You can look it up online. It's brilliant. So. Is that cruel? Is that? I mean, at least you know. Like. Well, it's like Logan's Run. You know, you, you, when you hit 25, the relationship is over. <laughs> the thing on your well, hand turns you, red. I'm asking, I'm asking you as an honorary member. or What, what is the a group that you're a member of? Uh, it's uh, unofficial, very unofficial. Oh, okay. Men going their own way, MGTOW. Uh, MGTOW. The juice ain't worth the squeeze anymore because the of feminism and family court and all that. Uh, you don't. You feminism do and what? Uh, family court. What's, and, what's uh, the family court part? Well, I mean, the, if you look. You study it. I mean, I, I don't I, study. Uh, it stuff. tends to favor mama over dada, and men uh, don't always get a fair shake in family court. Hmm. So uh, that's not very fair. If men breastfed, do you think they'd get a fairer shake? Yeah, if men voted more democratic, maybe that would help them. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. There we go. <laughs> all right. Let's get back to uh, all the news that is news. Enough of the BS uh, going on. Let's see. Geldof, Jewish as well. There we go. Uh, David, he's always he's on it. Uh, apparently. It's, uh, anyway. I do think Winona's uh, godfather was Timothy Leary, which might have no. might, might have cursed her a, no a little way. bit. Yeah, Is that true? I think they were hippy dippy parents. Yeah, really. Let me look that up. Uh, godfather. Are we are we talking about PCP? Oh uh, yeah, druggy druggy guru. Wow. Yeah, yeah. His, her godfather was yeah Tim Leary. Wow. Yeah. The one she was she was uh, born to die there. Wow. Yeah. But that's okay. Uh, you know, let's uh, let's do it, Winona. Stranger Things. My my actual ringtone on my phone is Stranger Things. By the way, uh, her father, Michael Horowitz, who was by then uh, working as a bookseller of countercultural literature, knew Leary, and he became the little girl's uh, godfather. Say that slower again. Let's let's hear about Michael Horowitz. Just yes. listen to this. this he is was working awesome. as a bookseller of counterculture literature. Yeah, but where in San Francisco? I assume right? San Francisco. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and he was also an archivist for the Leary World. You know, he had that whole. He was a guru, so he had all sorts of followers and publications, and so that's how she ended up with him as the Godfather. Wow, that really is something. God, turn on, tune in, and drop out, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we were encouraged by, Mister Leary. Didn't go so well. You know, the six. Some good things came out of the sixties, but like get drugged up was not a good idea her, so good. her and drew barrymore never had a chance oh. drew is all sorts of crazy oh and robert downey jr remember his father was a uh a guard filmmaker who started smoking weed with his son at age eight i think when robert downey was really that young yeah he was i mean at eight, horrible huh? parents i mean wow. just horrific people what were you thinking 
Are you sure that this all didn't happen in New Mexico? This sounds like would have been a good place for it. Yeah, yeah I still like haven't made my pilgrimage to um, Dennis Hopper's grave up in Taos. I don't think you can find it. Has it been dug? It's up? on. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can watch a video of it. Yeah, you to, can how, watch a video. How to get to it? You know, oh. the, they drive down, <laughs> not inside the grave. <laughs> it's got a twenty-four-seven live cam on Dennis Hopper's grave. Because when, when he dies, die. man, when it dies, man, what are they gonna say? <laughs> he was a strong man. He was a wise man. He had ideas. I watched uh, good the, the masterpiece over the weekend. Uh, the full three hours, and full fifteen blue minutes, full apocalypse now. Oh wow, there it is. Love the smell of napalm in the morning. There you go. Yeah, there it is. That's it. We get the surf. <laughs> Charlie, don't surf. That's Charlie's point, sir. Charlie, don't surf. <laughs> oh, we're way off on a tangent. <laughs> it's only Monday. You can tell it's uh, going to be a relaxing week. Let's get to the APD. They're getting creative with recruiting, according to uh, KOAT TV Channel 7. Uh, they have uh, been looking at incentivizing. Hmm, where did this idea come <laughs> yeah, from? All uh, these ideas that just uh, where, who's pop up all on their own. There's <laughs> a guy running for mayor, and uh, I think he wanted to give the police a bunch of money. I've been getting so many phone calls from people all over the country, people just interested in what's going on with APD talking about hiring bonuses. <gasps> They're saying that there's a $15,000 for police laterals. Yeah, there we go. Police service, they have people who are too young, the pups, get a $1,500 bonus after a year of service. The goal is for 1200 so APD's payroll light last month showed that there are 899 There it is, 899 there it is for uh, you. So uh, more stuff coming out. The Fight for the 505 campaign, Fight for 505, in 2025, by the way. Ooh, you guys, you like that? Does, is that catchy? Oh. Should I run again, Dowd? Are you oh, ready to go? Uh, shall you, will Albuquerque I'm, exist in 2025, <laughs> I guess, is a bigger question. <laughs> Will the zombie apocalypse come within the next two years? Well, I mean, you you know, you, it's one thing I've, I, of course, have to talk about Mr. Aragon's candidacy a lot in my life to people uh, privately. And, you know, what I always tell them is Eddie, Eddie kind of was where I was 10 years ago in my home state. I mean, he really, he genuinely cares about his community and wants to do something. It's not a publicity stunt. It was never a publicity stunt. And I just reached the point in Connecticut where things were so bad, I just gave up and drove 2,000 miles away and started life over again. So I don't know if... And he's going to reach the point that I reached a number of years ago. Did you get, but, in, the, did you, did you get in the car and uh, go see about a girl? Is that what you're doing? Uh, no, no. My dog died. My last grandparent died. Aww. The child, the nephew grew up. Uh, and I just said, I'm not living here anymore. I just can't take it. And I mean, I, I kind of had it. I took it personally how bad, how deep blue that place is. With a, There's a lot of good things about Connecticut, whether or not. Uh, and it used to be much more of a blue collar kind of. Reagan Democrat type state. We had no income tax until 1991. And it's just that the moon bats have taken over so badly that it was just, I turned 40, the grandma died, last grandparent died, the dog died, the child grew up and it was just, I am out of here. So I've tried to say Eddie might be just at a different stage in his life where, where I was 10 years ago, where I was just before I gave up, like I just was so into it and I'm going to help save Connecticut. And when I gave up, it just, there was a tremendous sense of relief. I got in a truck and, and drove 2,000 miles to New Mexico, a place I'd lived in before and always wanted to get back to. Um, but so I don't know, where, where will Eddie Aragon's mind be in, in 2025? I, I could see him doing it again. I mean, yeah. because he, he genuinely cares. His boys are here. I mean, his family's here. His roots go back so much. And I am a little jealous of people who can actually say I can trace my lineage back 11 generations. I mean, that, that is a, it's a pretty amazing thing. Um, and so, it was Eddie 
Eddie's run was always sincere. It was never a publicity stunt. And and I didn't make any money on it either. No, got, no, got, no. Absolutely no. zero out of it. I got to pay out more. I got eight thousand dollars in legal fees. Yeah, exactly. For your trouble, for your for trying to help your city. That was your that was your benefit. Should I start a legal fund? (laughs) They wouldn't allow you on GoFundMe for evil MAGA supporters. Oh, MAGA, MAGA. Uh, So um, I will say one thing. So to convince you of my love for New Mexico, I ordered a topological, uh, topographical, topological. Topo map is a topological uh, word. Topographically, I know, but is topological topological? Sounds like something a, a young Jerry Lewis would say. Topological. Yeah. Uh, so ordered a topographical map of New Mexico. Okay. Then I got a poster of Albuquerque as a grid, which oh. is gorgeous. Then I got a wood imprint in like almost silver embossed of Albuquerque nice. as well. So that I'm going to hang here in the studio. Sweet. To kind of kick things off uh, going forward. I mean, Albuquerque is, I if, you know, for better or for worse. 505 for life, baby. What's up? <laughs> you. I mean, seriously, it's, I think it is, you know, on that, on that, that scale. I mean, there's no other place like it. You know, we're, we're constantly, it's like we're constantly rooting for the Cubs to win the pennant or the Browns, you know, mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl. Like it's it just, it, it's, it's that level of, I think, commitment. Mm-hmm. You're either, mm-hmm. You either got it in your, in the sangre or you don't. I mean, it really is kind of there. So uh, There's a map, and I'd love to see what, you're, what you got. There's yeah. a map that the Bureau of Geology and Mineral Resources produced, or at least it used to produce, down in um, Socorro, you yeah, know, where, the, Socorro. Where, the, where, where the good government university in, in New Mexico is. The rest of them are. Mm. Um, I think for value, and, and New Mexico Tech uh, like one of the highest you know, judged to be a va- uh, for value. Best what value you get, in the country. What you pay versus yeah. the kind of income you make. Um, tech is a really good school. And of course they blow up a lot of stuff down there. They have a map that is, you know, six foot by four foot of the state from, uh, like Landsat up in space. Um, and I used to know an idiot, um, uh, who had it on his wall. And I think it's, it might still be available. It's only like 20 or 30 bucks. And I've been meaning to get that map forever because it is just gorgeous. This whole state, uh, with the green where there's green and the sand where there's sand and the little tiny bits of water where there's little tiny bits of water. But, um, I'm looking forward to what you your your wall hangings there, sir. We're gonna, sounds exciting. Yeah, we're gonna nerd out. Uh, look, look at the things that Dow thinks is exciting: <laughs> topographical maps yes, and uh, yes. you know hybrid uh, sort of uh, abstract maps of the city. Yes. Uh, I do love Albuquerque that much, folks. There's no doubt about it. I just want it to be a better place, and I'm gonna work every day. And that's why you love the 505. And we literally do honestly. And I get told this from other people from outside of the market. This radio station is an example. It's one of the best radio stations around from lineup to what we do on our show to the way that like, seriously, like it's a truly true community based radio. station. So glad you said that phrase community based. Nobody could say not, not, not NPR, not uh, KNW, not not anybody could say that they are more rooted. No way. In the, in the entire city than this. And and it just seems, you know, I, I, if you're, I don't care about corporations. You can invest in corporations and they pay dividends. You can buy from corporations, but I, I'm not a critic of corporations. I'm for any form of capitalism. But when you have massive corporations who own chains of either TV stations or radio stations, there is not that local connection the way uh, the Pape family back used to run my column in Connecticut, in Waterbury, Connecticut, a right? blue collar city. Um, the Pape family still owns that newspaper there. They were grounded in their community. We don't really have that anymore for our network affiliates, the franchises out here, for our newspapers that are part of big conglomerates. Um, I, I would defy any media outlet in this state to have the kind of local connection that the Kiva 
does right here from yeah. murder Mike to Eddie being raised here to me coming in and remembering my twenties and how much I loved living in New Mexico for that year. Uh, you just don't have that kind of connection. And, and the, the example I always use uh, that I'd love to ask uh, some of the people who are in media here, as Eddie has said, they use it as a stepping stone to go on to Orlando or Chicago or yeah. a bigger market. Uh, Robert Reich, the pretty loathsome Marxist uh, economics professor, decided to run and, and for little, and little, 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 little man. Yeah, I, 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 coincidental. Uh, he was uh, running for, I think, the Democratic Party the nomination to run for governor of Massachusetts uh, many, many years ago. And I remember Howie Carr, my, my radio mentor, saying, I just want to ask him, what's the westernmost county in Massachusetts? Because, you know, Robert Reich is out of Boston and, and the, 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 most of the state happens there. Like, can you even name the westernmost county of Massachusetts? And I always want to ask local media. I mean, can you name there's 33 counties in New Mexico. Can you name other than Bernalillo? Can you name 10 counties in New Mexico? I mean, there's just no connection. It's, it's, it's sad. Lee, DeLuna. Oh, well, you could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could uh, probably name them in order just because I'm a super geek. But I was in a place called Chicopee. Uh, Massachusetts. Yes. Really, really interesting. Great Polish area. community in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. It's yeah. a pretty amazing uh, place. You were, you were probably like a 15 minute drive from Apple Book Farm in Broadbrook. Yeah, it's yeah. just uh, right around the corner. It's from, right on the border. Uh, the yeah. Dowd Muska Farm. There <laughs> yes. it is. Uh, 550, 5500. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, I just I was calling about uh, Dowd's statement, but um, I can hook you up with Winona Ryder. I, I, I worked with Christian Slater. He used to date her. He can probably connect you. Who didn't Christian Slater date? Slater, um, I think well, that, I think his nickname Dowd was Slater Dater. Slater Dater. He <laughs> he dated that other uh, chick that flirted with me. Man, Show Killer is just racking up <laughs> numbers in his life. I mean, no, no, he's I'm, he's really. I'm not going to challenge anything. So <laughs> I would, Show Killer said. I wouldn't so either. I just don't do it. All right. And, and uh, I I I, uh, I worked with Dennis Hopper too. You did for that memory. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't remember his lines. He had to do it. He had to do his. Uh, he literally had to do his thing about 20 times before he got it right. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite scene is the uh, the great scene in True Romance, uh, you know, the Debalia scene. Uh, it is the greatest, uh, probably the greatest scene in almost any movie. Two Hall of Famers uh, at their uh, best. Christopher Walken. Yeah. And, uh, oh, Christopher Walken. I, I know what his favorite wine is and where he buys it. Where does he buy it and what is his favorite wine? Well, I don't drink wine, so I don't remember the name. You have to ask. You have to go over to Jubilee Wine and ask. Jubilee is Jubilation. It's owned by the Zombies. Jubilation. There we go. I, yeah, I told you I didn't. I didn't drink wine. So they're, they're, they're Democrats, though. So. Oh well, then you can't go in there. So never mind. Skip that. <laughs> David, <laughs> David, what's on your mind? Did you just come to kill off what's left of the last fifteen minutes? Uh, my I job. Hear, I hear, my, my job, man. Yeah, I hear that's, they're that's having. What, they're having that's fun. What, that's what. Hey, hey, that's what KKKOB pays me to do, man. Oh, okay. so, oh, wow. Yeah, you're literally paid to come on. And I hear uh, they had uh, they had one Paul Guessing and uh, an even uh, dumber guy and uh, PB Brenner over there. Yeah, some, that some, is the stupidest some, logo I've some, ever seen. It's got it's Patrick and it's got P A T and the T turns into a plus for A plus because oh. he was running for school board what? for Rio Rancho. Didn't make it, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh, he didn't. What, what, what is the prize? Well, give, give him a break. He's a Jewish guy. Uh, I don't know that. Well, Brenner, David, David Brenner. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> All right, John, I would skip. I would skip that. David Brenner, David Brenner. You mean yeah. David Brenner? David Brenner, yeah. That actually means a lot. <laughs> means a lot, Eddie. Eddie All right. Well, I'm not going to delve so, into that. All right. So I just got to ask you. Um, so what were they talking about? Me being homeless? 
Yeah, they were they were like literally ripping you that you were the homeless mayoral candidate. Wait, wait, can you uh, give me a play by play? Man, man, I, I think I, I'll do better than that. I sent you the recording, dude. I sent you the recording. Really? And so, yeah. Let's, so uh, let's delve into uh, that. Shall we uh, delve into? They're not an official part of the uh, the KKOB crew over there. I didn't know you sent me the recording. So I'll I'll uh, I'll send that to Paul Guessing, which I gave him. Uh, gratis uh for a good five years made him pay for one year he came on i think he was maybe paying me 600 bucks or something like that to go ahead and air his show four times a week plus uh all the rest of his uh you, you mean know, his show the uh Somonix show I think yeah it was, i yeah. think uh to go to sleep at uh, four o'clock show the cheese pizza ipa show <laughs> so uh yeah you know it, it's a funny thing about all that homelessness uh homeless talk and where i live um I think Dowd could probably speak to this now that we're, you know, at this point, but yeah, I don't, I don't spend exactly a whole lot of nights here at the radio station. Ooh la la. Think what you want, but, uh, I probably have Dowd. I'd probably say I have one of the best, best lives around. I think I probably, uh, I wouldn't say it's Riley. But Eddie enjoys what, what's called fine living. You know, it's, it's I just, do. It's yeah, good wine, good it. opera, you know, just. just yeah. yeah. I live at a, we, uh, high vibrations, right? I vibrate highly. Right? This uh, ridiculous person was sending me this uh, stupid stuff about like, the, have, you, have you read this whole thing? This eat, pray, love crap? Oh God. The Julia oh Roberts stuff? <laughs> oh, it's not Julia Roberts. Oh, okay. <laughs> read the bio on the woman who writes eat, pray, love. It will literally, it's so disturbing. And this is, is the, this is this uh, the woman's name is Elizabeth Gilbert Gilbert and it's literally the stupidest crap. Don't, she has the most. Hey, hey, stop don't, with the Jewish stuff. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> stop with it. Stop. I'm done. I'm done. I'm flat. I'm flattening out. I'm just let me make my point here with Dowd, and then you can uh, pop in there, Casanova. Okay, so <clears throat> this woman has led an absolutely abhorrent and reckless lifestyle. Okay. She made a bunch of money off of, and, and here's what happened for those, for you idiot women out there who are deciding that you're going to run the uh, eat, pray, love marathon across your life. Let me tell you, it is a pathway to suicide. Wow. She literally pre-funded, pre-loaded this whole thing. Oprah took her on for two days. Okay. And on the eat, pray, love stuff, she pre-funded with this whole destination I'm going out there sort of like I'm lost in America. I'm going to touch Indians or I'm going to travel the world from India to Italy to Tuscany, you know, to all these different places to find herself. This woman is an absolute narcissist to the nth degree, worse than anything that you could possibly see. This woman, Elizabeth Gilbert, if you look at her Instagram and if you look at her books and if you look at like her au revoir of books that she has created over time, if your wife or girlfriend or any significant other should come to you and start quoting this crap about eat, pray, love, run her off as quickly as possible or help her get some help. I'm, I'm dead serious about this folks. Like, what is the sample? What is a sample quote? For instance, uh, Dowd, uh, pull up the Elizabeth Gilbert stuff. Yeah. Uh, first um, and kind of started out strong, but then seems to have gone into a ditch. Uh, well, it's going to ditch because it's this, this uh, wallow of emptiness, this big giant lake. And, and she, she literally, she, she went from being totally hetero, very experimental. She, she has one quote there at the bottom, uh, I think of her wiki page, Dowd, 
that she became such a serious, she was looking from energy from males to suck it out. And once she drained that out, she would literally hunt them down, find them, grab them and their emotions and literally just suck it all out of them. And then she'd move on. I think I know that kid. I better do. (laughs) She would move on to the, uh, let let me look her up real quick and I'll give you the exact. uh, 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 She wrote uh, in one piece for the New York Times, Confessions of a Seduction Addict. There it it is. Uh, She wrote that she, quote, careened from one intimate engagement to the next, dozens of them, without so much as a day off between romances. She acknowledged, quote, seduction was never a casual sport for me. It was more like a heist, adrenalizing and urgent. I would plan the heist for months, scouting out the target, looking for unguarded entries. Then I would break into his deepest vault, steal all his emotional currency and spend it on myself. This is a girl with some problems. Well, the problem is there's a lot of them like that. And yes, ladies, there's plenty of men like that, too. No, 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 no. There isn't a bunch of them like that. But there are people who are taking inspiration uh, from this. No, Eddie, there are a lot of people like that. Yeah, men and women. But, uh, you know, since I don't date men, I've met more women like that than I have men. So, um, but uh, there's plenty of them This woman is like the, in my opinion... She's like the Aleister Crowley. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is she not the Aleister yes. Crowley yes. of the of the females? Yes, evil magic. <laughs> yeah, the blood, blood sex magic. Mm-hmm. Is that not her? Oh, oh her mother established a Planned Parenthood clinic, so that so that's, uh, that's probably bingo. suggests a lot. Yeah, and and her life right now is completely and totally empty. Look at look at her Instagram and look at what she's focused on right now. It's all about race baiting relations, and she's only promoting like black. Female oh, yeah. authors going yeah, yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is what happens like at the very bottom when they're like looking from some level of passion and purpose and they find out that, oh my God, I'm just nothing but a complete and total narcissist. Mm-hmm, my entire mm-hmm. life is just totally focused on myself and I can't get past myself. And that's who this person is. I mean, I was disgusted when I read through this whole entire thing. I'm like, eat, pray, love. I'm like, uh, eat, pray, die. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just spiritual no, death. <laughs> it really is. It's uh, pretty bad. Anything else, David? We got to run there. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I, what Very I called quick, about. Yeah, what is, did you call back? You've been on the phone for 12 I called, minutes. I called about, I called about what, uh, what Dowd had said. And so let me, let me bring it back to uh, New Mexico. Eric Griego, he was uh, one of uh, Oh, yeah, that big leftist. Yeah. Yeah, so I was talking to Eric's sister one day, and we were talking about family court. That's what what Dowd was saying about the MGTO, men going their own way. And I don't subscribe to that, but I do relate to the allegations that Dowd made. And so the quote from Eric Griego's sister that Eric had said to her, quote, New Mexico is a mommy state, meaning that if you are a man and you go into family court, you ain't likely to be favored to parent your own children. They're going to be with your wife. She's getting control and you just be happy with whatever she allows you is what uh, I get out of that. And that's what happens. And and lastly, on that subject is, like I said, I don't sub- subscribe to uh, swearing off women, but it, it, I would literally recommend to my own male children that it, it, with, the, with the circumstances, the way they are in society today, I would not play the game. Don't bother uh, going to school for years and years to, and then getting the job and slaving away 14 hours a day to make a bunch of money that somebody's going to uh, uh, part you with in some family court somewhere. Just enjoy your life for moment for moment one. Find some hobbies and and get, get get do some job on your own. You make just enough cash to go out and do your fishing, hunting, four wheeling, all that kind of stuff. 
and uh, you know, don't be involved in it because it's not worth it because somebody's going to steal it from you wow. anyway. Uh, Eric Griego. Uh, Eric Griego. All right, there it is. Uh, right. Thank you, uh, Show Killer, for your input. I think you may you may be uh, <laughs> really a little did. mistaken on MGTOW because they're really the only thing that we all agree on in the manosphere in the MGTOW manosphere world is the three princi- core principles of MGTOW. It doesn't mean you can't have women in your life. It's one, no cohabitation with women. Two, no marriage to a woman. Three, no children with a woman. With a woman, because that's where you get into trouble. So, uh, men are free to, you know, be as much. Uh, the, the 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 monk mode is where you don't deal with women. Some big guys are so hardcore they say you have to actually leave the room when a woman comes in because they're so toxic in wow. twenty in twenty twenty one. What is going um, on? The other guys, I love women. The other guys, all of them, at the extreme, at the one. extreme other end. You know, when we talk about the stop stock scheme, where you try to drive the the, the price of it up, um, oh, yeah. is a phrase kind of vulgar. Uh, fra- uh, market maker. Uh, no, there's another one. Uh, there's Baby a maker. vulgar phrase about what you do when you talk up a stock and then you um, pump it up into pump a and higher pump, and, and then dump. you and then you yeah that, that's the other end of MGTOW who do play the, the romantic game but uh. only recreationally there is a in the MGTOW mansion there are many homes men men have many corners of that some of us live in one part some of us live in another uh, people can move in between I would never tell a young man right now stay away from women I would say just be very wary because the, the rules are very different in 2021 there was no uh, in the old days men had the responsibility for the family okay but they also had authority in the family now they're still expected to have the responsibility for the family they just don't have any authority anymore so once that you know marriage used to be a partnership now it's more of a competition really so the rules are so different women expect different things the legal system is so different divorce is now pervasive in the old days it was a partnership usually you married somebody in your local community had the same religion same ethnicity uh it made sense pair bonding made sense for humans for two hundred thousand years in 2021 all bets are off ladies and gentlemen so i would just tell a young man take care of yourself watch out look for red flags and treat your children well i'll tell you the uh, the big thing about uh, all this is it's very strange to me how women seem to sort of follow this trend whether it's the guy they like or whether they uh, groom themselves <coughs> or whether they <coughs> okay there pal uh, whether they all, the wrong well, whether they all groom themselves uh, that's what she said uh, if they all groom themselves a particular way like it's all right there you know like it, i i think Get thee to a church, get thee to a nunnery as quickly as possible. Get back some level of dignity in your life at this point. I mean, you're living for yourself. You aren't on TV. You aren't on, on E. You aren't on MTV. Yes. Yes. You aren't yes. living for the yes. world. Yes. Nobody cares about you. Pulls out the Instagram you're on, account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not on Sex in the City. Right. Like, right. Uh, remember, every single time that you think that you're out whining, having a great time, there's a bunch of dudes that are laughing at you. Yeah. And yeah. they're laughing at you because you don't get it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same mm-hmm. thing for all you dudes out there. You think you're going to go ahead and conquer the world. And it's like, it's not going to happen. No. And David's you know? right to say that yes. it's not just women. I think we've had a cultural exactly. collapse. People are extremely narcissistic, extremely materialistic, extremely superficial. Social media takes all of those problems and multiplies it by X. Um, and and t- it's just dangerous out there. And if you found a way, found a member of the opposite sex and you're raising a family and things are working out. God love you. You have my oh. best wishes. But boy, in, t- in 2021, it's a minor miracle if you can pull that off. And it's about friendship first. More than anything yep. else, you better like the person uh, that you're with. Uh, and that's the best thing that I can say. Because you got to hang out with this person long after all the They're always there. 
Oh my I, I can't imagine waking Where up every morning and having that same person there every day. What's he doing? <laughs> uh, give us a top five from the Rock of Talk. Yeah, top five from the Daily Blast today. Yeah. Number one, the Western Journal had a, has a video of Joe Biden once again touching another child who wants nothing to do with him. <laughs> that, was, just, that was awful. It's kind of funny. Uh, it, it's a good one. Uh, number two was the article from the Lancet, the British Medical Journal, about stop demonizing the unvaccinated, who, oh, what's, you know, that's even a word itself is dishonest. Uh, number three, McConaughey, hey, hey, topping oh, the Republican up. governor by eight and clobbering Robert Francis O'Rourke. All right, all right, all right. Uh, two to one. Uh, number four, uh, for, uh, a terrorizing piece uh, from The Hill. Uh, family gatherings are on their way and COVID is raging. Uh, number five, a great piece. I love it when people click on the Dowd's Extra Click because they are a little esoteric. The Great Barrier Reef is in fine shape. Ladies yes, and it is. Back on this day, what, 1987, 86? Number one, it was the Human League. Oh, Ian, Philip, Joanne, and Suzanne, all part of uh, the English synth pop group known as the Human League from Sheffield, formed back in 1977. An experimental electronic outfit, but also fashion forward and very friendly, easy on the eyes. There they are. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See you tomorrow at 4 p.m.